From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Log Talk Radio.
listening to Dr. Robert X. Form by way of Truth to Power, and my name is Beverly D. They dropping bombs everywhere. Dr. Robert X, how are you doing this evening? Hotep, Sister Bev, Hotep family. Uh, I'm doing as well as can be expected, Sister Bev, and you're absolutely right. They are dropping bombs all over the place. Oh, well. No question about it. And ahead, I haven't man. been, it's so, it's so much going on, I haven't been able to even keep up with everything. So I have, if you, if I haven't been able to look at any kind of news or anything for the last two, three days. So I have no clue because when you don't watch something for a day, it's a whole lot of stuff that went on. Uh-oh. I lost Dr. Robert X. Okay, y'all. Uh, hold on. Uh, Dr. X is going to call back in. I hope he can get in. I see the lines are full. Um, okay, everybody, just be patient. Get your water, uh, your tea, your coffee. And uh, wait till we get this figured out here. Here we go. Dr. Robert X, are you there? Yes. Okay. I'm here, Beth. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Okay. I don't know what that was. I don't either. Anyway, go ahead. Keeping it moving. No, that's that's all. I was just saying I haven't been able to keep up for the last two, three days, so. There's no telling what's been going on. That makes two of us, Bab. The only thing that uh, somebody keeps trying to put in our minds Mm -hmm. is uh, this situation with these two so-called royals. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's the only thing they're attempting to put in our head, uh, why I haven't quite figured that out because I haven't really paid that much attention to it. But I've just noticed the more I try to duck and dodge it, the more I seem to run into it somewhere else. So, you know, people have to discuss that insanity because the picture I got of that little red haired white boy is when he was in that Nazi uniform a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. And that's how I see him. Now, I don't know how anybody else sees him, but that's how I see him. All right. Well, from what from what I'm understanding is the little clip that I saw was, um, he, other words, he was saying that they killed his mother, and it's his responsibility to make sure that his family is safe. Or oh, safe from who? From his family? From yes, yes. That's ba- so he gonna basically. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, basically that's what what he was saying in the little clip that I saw. He, you know, he didn't just come out and said it, but you can read between the lines, and he said that he his responsibility is his family, and he want to make sure his family is safe. So I mean, he okay. knows what they did to his mother. 
And so he's want to make sure that they don't do that to his wife. And so they don't they live in Canada now or something? Uh, I have no clue, man. Yeah, I think they in Canada now, thanks. Okay, well they can run, but they can't hide. You can ha- you can ask Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, well. He was in America and to keep him from talking, that order came from them to make sure his mouth didn't open no more. Mm-hmm. Well, his whole thing is there's nothing he want to say. He just want to, and, and I think his wife, you know, she's show business, and she missed Man. show business, and she, and she wants to get back into show business. So I think that might You're breaking have something up, Bear. to do. Oh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Hello? Okay, there you are. Go ahead. Cause you, I didn't hear can, anything. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, I can hear you now. I say, I say that I think that some of it is that, you know, his wife is in show business, and I think she's bored over there. She want to get back in show business. And so yeah. I just feel like that that's really part of it, you know. I mean, and he could have that other party. You know, he probably upset. He know how they did his mama. And so, and she want to get back, so they over in Canada, and they, you know, going to do a Nate thing. He, they say he asked permission, but they wouldn't give it, you know, they wouldn't come out and give it to him. Oh, he That's said Derek say, they, Derek say they got permission. They finally gave it to him. Okay, well, that's interesting because here's how I view him. Uh, that Nazi okay. uniform. Mm-hmm. And about a year or so ago, he came out and said, there are too many people in Africa. Some of the people in Africa need to be gone. Mm. Now, he's going to save his family from his family. Mm -hmm. Hmm, That sounds suspicious. (laughs) What is it about his family that he knows, as you stated, uh, I'm sure he knows they killed his mama. But what else about his family, since he come from that lineage, does he know? Well, I think he also said, too, that he, he could never be the king because, you know, he's the bastard. He's not part of that royal blood. Well, what is he? I don't know. He's a stepchild. No. That's Diana's son, right? Yeah. But who's the daddy? The daddy is where the the bloodline runs. Well, as far as we know, Charles is the daddy of both of them boys. Born right after each other. Now, that was before Horse Face Harry came into the picture, even though he was sneaking out the back door having sex with her and men. Mm-hmm. I said her and men. Right. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say those his babies. So now well, the I oldest remember. one. Uh-huh. Go ahead. The oldest one is the heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. That would be him. No, he's the youngest. Okay, maybe I'm missing something here. Because I always thought he was the oldest. No, he the baby. 
Okay, I thought that other one was the baby. I, I don't, again, I get them mixed up because I really don't follow them, okay? Right. Because I could basically care less about that family, personally. You know what I mean? Uh, they are the scourge, yeah. along, along with the rest of their relatives all over Europe, them inbreds, because that's what they are. Um, uh-huh. No, they got a history, and that history is steeped in, in blood of African people, period. So I know other people probably have other thoughts about them because he married the black woman. The question I asked is why? What's the purpose? Well, that's probably his way of getting out of there because now he's out of there. But I remember I was I was playing, paying close attention to it back in the day with Diana and her Cinderella, Cinderella wedding and me being a girly girl, I was all into it. So I mm-hmm. remember, and I saw the guy that they said was her, the guy she was, his father. And yeah, I remember that. He looked just like him. I know. And I remember you, that. And you and, and you know, in the hood, what, what the guys used to do, they used to, when they had doubt about their children, they used to take them to their grandmama and their aunties. They ain't need no DNA test. And their grandma and aunties right. be like, yeah, that's yours. Or they'd be like, no, that's not yours. Well, that's right. just like that guy. Uh, same uh, red yeah, hair I'm... and everything. He was one of her bodyguards. Eggs. And they got rid of him. He had to go. Okay. Uh, but that's when she realized that he was messing around. Charles was messing around with Horseface Harry. Okay. If, if the closest thing to a tranny in terms of a woman that I've seen in in a minute. Because uh, I always said Camilla Parker Bowles was a man. And we know Charles loves men. Mm-hmm. Remember, he's broken in by his daddy. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I don't know, Bev. I don't, uh, I don't shed too much, too many tears over that family because I see that family as being monsters on the planet, so-called blue blood. And as I heard it stated, somehow blue blood and black blood don't mix. Now, that's what's being said in Britain. That's what, at least that's what I'm hearing that's being said in Britain, that the blue blood and the black blood don't mix. And one thing about these people, they always will take an appropriate way out to get away from the things that they've done or what they see as an appropriate way out. And see, the better part of our discussion over the last few years is always lean towards this feminine essence, the feminine principle, the second coming. And what that portends. And the watchman is no different. Are you still there? 
Okay. Are we having difficult problems here? Dr. X? Yeah, can you hear me? Now I can. Okay. Oh, you couldn't hear me before? No, for for a few seconds. Wow. Okay. Well, I just see it as this guy's, uh, like in the Watchmen, God sees his power to the woman. And I see, uh, or better yet, Asur, a seeding power to Aset. Okay? And, of course, they squared the circle in the, in the film. It came up with three white babies. Now, I don't know how that happened. Two black people with three adopted orphans from police white babies but you know we know we they got to concede something because that's still their story see all this stuff is their story this ain't our story uh harry ain't my story you know what i mean uh diana ain't my story and i'm clear that she was basically trying to call out uh, climate change as a fraud even though she was engaged in doing some other things relative to climate uh, but she said some other things too about them people being reptiles that they were monsters and I said how appropriate so now I ain't about to pat that that little offspring, that little monster, her little monster, on his head. Because uh, he apparently knows something, and the rest of that family knows, too, because uh, they could have stopped that wedding. They didn't want to stop that wedding. I mean, why that's just my opinion. Why you think? Why you think they didn't want to stop the wedding? Because I had, I had, I think that it has a lot to do with the accompanying feminine, feminine essence, the reemergence of the feminine principle, the black man, black woman, God construct, the second coming, procession of the equinoxes, the age of the yugas. Pick, pick even one. A, re- a revelation. Pick either one. You see, there's there's something wrong when you say that Africa needs to be depopulated on one hand, then you go and marry one on the other. Now, this is recent. And just before that, uh, I guess maybe three, four years ago, he had a Nazi uniform. I mean, I'd just as soon move to Virginia and go out and become a a volunteer worker for Governor Northam. I'm sorry, Governor Blackface. If that dude ain't a Klansman, you got a hat, Bill? Yeah, I got a few few hats. Okay, well, say one out for me to eat if if, uh, a Governor Blackface Ain't a Klansman oh, yeah. or Nazi or whatever. 
Okay. Am I still here? Yes, we hear you now. Okay, well, I don't get this, but anyway. No, I'm just not, I ain't feeling Harry. Uh, I ain't feeling Megan. Uh, I ain't feeling none of them. And when I don't feel something, it's like the whole situation with Iran. I haven't felt anything about any of that, which tells me that there's something wrong. Something Mm -hmm. is not right. That whole thing. Definitely. Yeah. And it's the same way with these people. Go ahead, Beth. What about the plane or something that was shot down and now they found out that Iran told a lie? I I haven't read up on that yet either. Nor have I because I ain't feeling none of it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. (laughs) Okay. None of this stuff makes any sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's right. why I know the family probably noticed. I, had, I hadn't I had said a whole lot about any of that. Except yeah. the media, you know, every incident, they come with World War Three. You know, I don't care if it's Korea, World War Three, Hong Kong, World War Three, Taiwan, World War Three. Everything is World War Three. Now, what's interesting is the watchman said that Dr. Osmandius, however you pronounce his name, created a fake alien invasion that brought Russia and the United States together, resetting the nuclear clock. Watch. Men watched men. Dr. Manhattan's daddy was a watch uh, maker. Time. Time travel. Telekinesis. People communicating with each other uh, out in space on this planet. Well documented. Well, what does that mean for 2020? It's my contention that time and vision are both relative. How does a blind person view time? And when I say blind person, it doesn't mean a person who's necessarily physically blind. But if you're spiritually blind, hell, that's even worse. But in the physical, how does a blind person view time? Does such a thing exist in in that world? You know what I mean, Bear? Right. That that's where we are. Twenty twenty 
it already started out with a bang. Just like we said, look, um, I think some things gonna happen to the political apparatus in 2020 that could very likely postpone the election probably for the first time in the history of this country. Wow. The Democrats would love that. It ain't going to help them. Nothing is going to help them because I would say within the next, this is January, by May, it's going to be open warfare in the Democratic Party. Because Pelosi has been set up by that other wing in her party to push that Nazi agenda. You call it fascist or communist. Yeah, she represents the old money. And she went for that? Yeah. She went for that? She let them? Yeah, because because the communists in the media, the communists in the media were pushing her. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They were behind the full uh, four jackasses, the four horsewomen. The media was pushing them because that's the the newer blood, so to speak. They weren't necessarily behind Pelosi. They pushed her. They could easily push back on Cortez and them people. But they they fud them. New York Times, Washington Post, etc. Otherwise, those those four specifically would have been called out for all the fraudulent stuff that they've been saying. Let let, let me show you, Bear. How are they going to criticize Elizabeth Warren when Elizabeth Warren is pushing their agenda? Green New Deal. And the truth be told, she's probably the only one that's put, well, maybe Bernie Sanders to an extent. Right. But Elizabeth Warren was really pushing it. Dr. Robert X, did you fade out again? I don't know. Can you hear me? Now now we can hear you. Okay, I don't know what's going on, but I've had problems uh, the last couple of times uh, trying to call in. Uh, It just says connecting, and then eventually it connects. Um, Yeah, some some other... uh, People had problems getting in, too. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's something going on in the atmosphere. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't doubt it. I certainly wouldn't doubt it. <clears throat> but, yeah, um, I think that there's a major spiritual aspect of 2020, just like 2016. Okay? And I don't see no spirit when I see... Uh, 
that little white boy and his wife. I don't feel anything. Nothing. It's like I said, I don't feel anything about uh, what happened with Soleimani. There's something missing from that whole thing. And then they come out and admit that they shot down the airplane, like you said. None of that fits. It just doesn't fit. It seems artificial. Exactly. That's why you're not feeling it. Yeah, so um, I didn't feel what they were trying to put over on me with the Watchmen either. Now, for whatever the reason, I just see through the whole fake feminine thing. And we've been pointing that out for quite some time with this whole fake feminine move. And then this Nazi goes and gets a black woman for a wife. Wait a minute. There's something wrong with that picture. And then, of course, uh, two of their closest friends is Barack and Michelle Obama. Exactly. My feelings, exactly. And that they're being spoken to by Barack and Michelle to move to the USA. So as you said earlier, Bev, she can be close to her Hollywood friend. Not black people. So, no, I think um, the feminine energy is going to be more pronounced in 2020. And I think that many of us will be able to see it in a more pronounced way. But it will also, I think, Bev, toward the end of the year, Mm -hmm. have to make some some real clear decisions, uh, no ambiguous Mm -hmm. decisions. Okay, ambiguity is not going to be the order of the day. People want realism. Right. Uh, we've and had that, the fate. Uh, Go ahead. D- Derek said that his wife, the the prince or whatever he is, she signed a deal you. with Bear. Can you can you hear me now? Yeah, start over because I couldn't hear anything. Okay. Uh, Derek just said that she signed Merkel, whatever her name is. She signed a deal with with Disney. Oh, ain't that something? Mm-hmm. How about that? Now, why would I don't know what her official title is? She can't be queen, right? No, is she Duchess or something? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I I don't know what that procession is. But that's kind of interesting to me. So apparently what I well, the little information that I'm getting on them uh with them wanting to eventually move here. 
and in and at all places in California. Not Florida. I got some for California in 2016, too. New York ain't far behind. They're going to get shook up this year. Big time. Earthquake. California? Okay. Yeah, or New York. One of those two places. Because those are the epicenters uh, of all this crazy stuff that's going on. And it's causing, I told you, that the nature of people and the planet, the level of anger is is tenable, okay? Uh, the level of anger, and most people are just suffering with it. What I feel is off the charts. And that affects the vibration of this planet. I said this before. So I noticed today on one of the websites, I forget the guy's name. Anyway, he had an article up there about all of the earthquakes that are taking place all over the planet. All right, and they all seem to be erupting for whatever the reason. I'm saying I know he had his reasons. I tend to come from a metaphysical perspective. So my reasoning is the vibration of the people is causing vibrations in the planet. And what that means also is that you're going to have those same vibrations in the cosmos. So we can expect some real strange stuff that we ain't never seen before. 2020. Now, I can't sit here and tell you exactly what what that's going to be, but I told you it's going to be like 2016. And in 2016, Bev, I think it talked about Uranus and chaos coming that was not going to stop. So, can you hear me, uh, Dr. X? Yes. Okay. We broke up again? No, I don't know. We might not. Uh, I'm just making sure that you, my phone. Um, So, you saying that that, uh, this chaos, do you think that is man-made and natural because of, you know, they got the heart machine, uh, that causes certain earthquakes and things like that. Because they no, only I control think... so much. And then, you know, yeah. they can vibrate stuff and then, you know, nature will take over. Yeah, heart has a signature. I'm saying that this is metaphysical. This okay. is spiritual. We're heading towards something a little bit different here. See, the vibration has to be different in order to allow for the feminine principle. We can't vibrate on the same level that we were. So that that uh, that basically involves big-time change. 
Now, I'm good with that because I've been calling that for quite some time in terms of this feminine principle, this feminine energy. However, it has a synthetic, <laughs> a synthetic version. You can uh, refer to heart. Um, I tend to refer to the Satanist aspect of this thing. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because how is, how are we able to tell the the real from the them them them, you know what I'm trying to say? Some that yeah, yeah. How, the how, how are we able to tell the behavior? The behavior is anti-spiritual. People have to raise their vibration, yeah. and it and it'll yeah, reveal it. itself. Yeah, That's right. it will reveal itself. But the energy is there for you to yeah. raise your vibration. But that's that yeah. requires uh, changing our behavior. Yeah, I don't see how we're going to survive with the kind of behavior, the disrespect that we have for each other at this point. I mean, the, the death and destruction that's going on in the black community—it ain't being talked about the way it should be. But uh, just. Baltimore and Chicago alone should require serious discussion. Just those two places. Right? How come initiatives ain't being taken to deal with those things? I think there are far greater things that have to take place in 2020. Oh, here's the other thing. That feminine energy would manifest itself in real leadership in 2020. Real, not fake. Now, I'm noticing. Let me me add this bit. Okay. Let me add this before you before you okay. before you start. Okay. Go ahead. When I say real leadership, I'm talking this current leadership being thoroughly removed from positions of authority over black Uh oh. Twenty twenty of a new we, 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 leadership. Go ahead, we lost man. you. No, we lost wow. you. Say that again. We, you, get, <laughs> you broke up. Yeah, this is going to be really crazy. Um, 2020 is going to be the year that new black leadership is going to emerge. It's about that time. No pun intended. So I see new black leadership coming on the scene. Real black leadership. All right, so you better believe that they're going to try to throw some counter black leadership in the mix. They always do. So they'll try to give you somebody like a Michelle Obama. It won't be her, but it'll be somebody like her. You know, Oprah will probably come out of her hole and that kind of thing. It will always make counter moves because. Believe me when I tell you, they study in magic 
they on they in overtime in the in the studying and application of magic. Because you can't hardly imagine, go nowhere. Imagine you can't hardly go no- alchemy. Yeah, no question about it. But you can't hardly go anywhere and not see it, not see it talked about. If you feel it, you can feel it being practiced. I mean, I've never seen it. I mean, they're openly talking about this stuff as if it's just a part of the norm, even though we know, Okay. They'll, they'll have a different name for it, okay? Say quantum physics. They'll call it quantum physics. Well, hell, show me where metaphysics is different. Because matter is beyond, beyond the physical. Well, that's what quantum physics deals with. It's going to that other realm or those other realms. Just what African people was doing all the time, kind of like Dr. Manhattan. He's past, present, and future. So I see a lot in the symbology in terms of things that are happening in that series, The Watchmen, and what's going on now. Okay. Okay. Uh, let, let me let me let me give you family a, a further idea of what I'm talking about here. Uh, Brother Derek sent me an article, uh, and it was trivial, okay, but it was interesting in the symbology that was involved in it. Let me show you how and what I mean. This is from the Daily Herald. Joker leaves Oscar nominations. 1917 and the Irishman close behind. Now, look look what they say here, family. I want I want you to understand where I'm coming from with all this. They say Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker, the box office smash, top all films with 11 Academy Award nominations. Did you did you hear me, Bear? Bear? Yes, I'm, I was muted. Go ahead. Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure that, that I wasn't, you know, that the family was hearing me, too. Yes, so then... Yes. Uh, Okay, good. Further on down in the article, they say this. Todd Phillips' R-rated superhero smash Joker topped all films with 11 nominations to the 92nd Academy Awards. That's 11. 92nd Academy Awards. 11 nominations on the 92nd Academy Award. That's 11-11. Now, I said that movie began and ended with 11-11 in terms of time with the clock on the wall. 
Now, other people will just take that as mumbo-jumbo, and I'm good with that. But it ain't mumbo-jumbo to me, and I'm good with that. All right? Because um, I tell you what really, and this this is just going on all over my world, seems like every other thing that I try to tune into is dealing with some witchcraft or some magic. Everything. Uh, I got the opportunity, Bear family, to check out a couple of pieces. Just, you know, just bit a little bit off of them because uh, I just couldn't get into them to a large degree. And one of one of the things that I had a chance to take a peek at was called Witcher. You heard of it, Bear? Witcher. Oh, no, is that is is that the what? I know they got some pro a program out about the black witches. That's not it, is it? No, no, this is another okay. series. Okay. Dealing with this guy, this white boy with uh white hair, uh who is a witch himself, but he's a witch for hire. He goes around catching uh entities, people more evil than him. The name of the series is Witcher. Now, I won't go into it any further than that except for to say if that wasn't bad, they got a new Dracula series from the BBC that's absolutely hideous. That's what I mean about my world. Okay, this Dracula got a sense of humor uh, as he biting the shit out of people and setting wolves on nuns to eat them up and all kind of stuff, right? <laughs> and I, I can guarantee you these these two series will probably be uh, talked about uh, in the affirmative as well. Because it looks like somebody's getting ready to try to pull the wool over folks' eyes like they tried to do in The Watchmen. To see, the, the Watchmen is really attempting to bring forth the feminine essence as a way of apologizing for Tulsa and what happened in Tulsa in 1921 with Lou Gossett constantly making the point that uh, wounds need air to heal. That's what he tells uh, his daughter, oh, I'm sorry, his granddaughter in the series. He tells her more than once. Uh, Angela, of course, the angel, right? So why wouldn't you be an angel if she married to God? Right? Makes sense to me. But again, that's just me. 
And then uh, they used the vehicle of the police uh, to navigate the entire series from beginning to end is police as heroes. That ain't what I see going on out here. But somebody trying to pull my leg. Now, all the while, one of the meanest characters is steeped in ancient comedic science. That ain't supposed to happen. I'm talking about Adrian. Oh. I can't say that name, his superhero name. is just too damn long. Ozamendi, uh, I'll say it when I come to it again. But now he's a straight-up monster, but no problem. He's doing everything, uh, saving his own sperm to, to clone himself and uh, working with Dr. Manhattan while he's trying to kill Dr. Manhattan. And it, 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 the whole thing is, I see Old Testament in this thing. And of course, we try to make it clear that somebody is using Old Testament as a template for today. And we've made it clear that we think that the people that are doing that are the chosen. So they even got the AOK sign as a white supremacist sign in the movie. Well, wait a minute, where'd that come from? All right. So now that becomes a symbol for the Cyclops, which represents the eye, the eye of Haru, really. But in here, it's white supremacy. So somebody want me to accept something as part of my reality. And I just can't accept that as my reality. And I know other people who are just like me got to see some of these same things. See, let me, let me put it like this, Bear. Four years ago, the white people created this black woman in Georgia. I'm giving the family a good example. Her name was Stacy. Do you remember her, Bear? Yeah, that yeah, I remember Stacy. Like yeah, Stacy for president or something. Governor. Governor, okay. She's running for the governor of Georgia. Then when she lost, she started screaming racism. She part of that L T G B E F G. Yeah, but the point is, they created her. Because the next thing you know, she had the Council on Foreign Relations 
writing stories and being promoted as a possible vice president for Biden. Mm-hmm. Fake, fake feminine. Right. But they, right, she's yeah. totally created by, she's totally created by them. Because now, if I'm wrong, I want the family to tell me. I don't know. I ain't tuned in to CNN and MSNBC and any of that. So I want the family to tell me what initiatives has she uh, put forth since she lost uh, her campaign for governor. Or do we ex- expect for these people that want to represent us to have some history of doing something other than running for office? I'm asking that question because I've seen that game before. As a matter of fact, I see that game over and over. So, uh, yeah, um, I see 2020 for perhaps something other than what some other folks see it as. It ain't just the vision. It's the metaphysical vision. It's meta-vision. And that's for people that's vibrating a little bit higher, a little above the madness. And, and again, I have friends who tell me about their friends and how if if you mention Donald Trump's name, they just go into start having spasms and I just can't I can't figure that out there other than they being propagandized to eating up every crumb of that propaganda that's coming out of the media it certainly can't be behavior Again, another fallacy. Barack Obama was killing people every time you turned around. Killing people. I'm talking about the tens of thousands. Seven wars in eight years. And I didn't see no protests, no nothing. From Libya to Syria to Egypt to Mali, you name it. Yemen, okay, and there's some more. I, I you know, I, I, I don't even feel I had to name them all, but it was eight years of blood, and I didn't see no protest. But I knew why. Because if you watch TV and that's where you got your information in terms of what was going on, you were being programmed to respond just the way you did, just like you do now.
So and I, I know this. I, I when I get that response, and and you're right, and you can because I listen to your research. So when I talk to when I when we mention well when I mention his name, the president, and they do they go into, but you can tell they repeat. The same thing that you hear on CNN and all the mother stations. And then I just start asking them questions. They cannot answer them. And then that's when they calm down because first they be in a rage. And I just ask them a question or two. And, they, and then right. they, and I keep asking them and then give them a little research. They get quiet and just tell them to go do some research. That's what I advise people too, Bear. If I had to do that, but because I don't watch any of those things, it's kind of difficult for me. You know what I mean? To I can only guess where they get it from, but because I hear the same thing from people, uh, I'm assuming that they're all getting this stuff from the same place. Because yeah. you cannot be that emotional about something that you have absolutely little or nothing to do with. Exactly. If if black people didn't vote for him, and overwhelmingly black people didn't vote for him, but he's done more on the positive side for black people in uh, two and a half, three years than Obama did in eight. There's something missing. Program. There's something missing there. And it tells me that that's a purely emotional response. And the easiest thing to do if you want to control people is control their emotion. Yeah. That's low vibration. Yeah. That's very low vibration. That's the problem. That's why we don't seem to be able to deal with things that really affect us. Because somebody else is dictating our emotional state. And when we were doing the research on the social media and and, and those kinds of things and showing people how that's exactly what it was doing. They wasn't hiding. They just said they're not going to allow their children, I'm going to quote them, to deal with that shit. That's what they said. What is it doing to the brain? That's what they said, not me. So it's clear, you know, even Kanye, you can call him, uh, what's the term they use to describe people like him? Uh, You can describe him. Yeah, bipolar, autistic. Yeah, whatever you want to call him. But even he could see that social media was programming people. And he specifically mentioned Instagram. Now, that's one of the ones that I didn't really focus on that tough. But it's, it's literally all of the big ones. So there's no relative difference between Instagram and Facebook. But as I understand it, a lot of black people hang out on Instagram. Now, I don't know that to be true because I don't know very much about it other than it's a part of the programming construct. And that takes me back to the movie, The Watchmen, 
when Black Cop goes to the theater where his mother plays the piano in the silent movies. And he gets there, and White Cop tells him to go in and deal with the animals, talking about us. And he goes into the theater, and sister's sitting there crying, trying to figure out why she was involved, uh, as well as everybody else in the theater, Black, of uh, killing or attempting to kill other Black people in the theater. And the reason that they had did that was because the white supremacist organization was in charge of creating the movie projectors that had a flicker rate that was programming black people specifically. Okay. And black cop, uh, who was Lou Gossett back when he was a young guy, finds out about it, okay, uh, because he uh, he basically crashes in on some cops slash white supremacists in the back of this store preparing other projectors for other black movie theaters that's programming the black people to kill each other. Now, to me, that was a vague reference because we talked about it uh, for some years now about the technology in the black community being used to facilitate violence. So I'm, I'm trying to struggle to see how that's different than what was in that movie, The Watchmen. I can't find very much difference. And the same could be said for the iPhone that we also dealt with last year. So we need some watchmen there. I very much vibe with with the character Dr. Manhattan. Now, I'm not saying that from an egotistical standpoint. That's not my point. My point is, if you're resolute in certain things that you believe in, such that you don't allow uh other influences to take you away from what it is that your mission really is. That's very difficult today. I've been criticized because I don't go out to socialize with a lot of people and stuff today. I've been criticized because I got a flip phone instead of an iPhone. Then when I explain the behavior around these circumstances, I get silenced. Because people have chosen to cut themselves off from reality and move into the world of the alternate reality. 
because that's what technology is. It's the gateway to alternate reality. Brother Tutmos talks about that all the time. It's just setting you up for what's coming. And you'll see what I mean, because they just announced that the computers can now, uh, what did they say? Um, Computers can now think for themselves. That's going to become more pronounced in 2020. Because if you can think for yourself, you can see things, see things, 2020. You can see things differently. That's where we are. I see it it that 2020 is forcing us to either raise our vibration or just get in the sunken place. Yes. Stay in the sunken place. It's forcing you to do that. That's why they say 144,000 will make it. They're talking about the ones who are able to raise their vibration will make it to deal with this, to rise above this, or you're going to be in the sunken place. That's that's how I I, I, I couldn't say it any different, Bear. You're absolutely correct. And it's good we're vibing on that same level. Because, again, see, I'm like, we've probably said these things before, but these things are manifesting now. So people will be able to see it for themselves. It don't have anything to do with what you and I think. We're just given our own perspective based on the information and resources that we have to come to these conclusions. But that's why sometimes you have to kind of step back, stay away from that maddening crowd in order to see things clear. You have to step back and step away from things. That's what the watchers do. And there's always been watchers in the black community. People ain't always paid attention, but there's always been watchers in the black community. So this is why I've been warning people, even though I've been dealing with everything that's been going on with Trump and the Democrats and the intelligence community and the chosen and all of that. You ain't never going to hear me tell anybody to go and support Trump. It ain't going to happen. Because, Bev, family, I saw serious people today. Serious people. This ain't no fly-by-night talking Trump third term. Again. Now, either last week or week before last, I saw some not-so-serious folk talking about third term based on the disruption of his first term. Now, in The Watchmen, because Dr. Manhattan, remember now, I asked Tutmos, where's Trump Tower? He said, in Manhattan. Said, wow. Well, in the Watchmen, Dr. Manhattan basically decapitates the Viet Cong and helps to facilitate 
a change in the 22nd Amendment, which is 1111. Allowing Richard Nixon to serve multiple terms to be followed by Robert Redford, who gave the Tulsa descendants Redford rations. You know, with black people running around saying that they want reparations today. Now, uh, Bea. Uh, forgive me, yeah. family. What's the name of the brother uh, who came to Detroit to try to get black people uh, to buy into his economic program? Talking about In, right now, recently? No, this is the late 90s. The light skin brother. I got a couple of his books. They were given to me. Um, I can't remember. I I know John Connors. He he studied it forever. No, so this is uh, this brother is, uh, has a military background. Um. Oh, wow, I'm running a blank on this brother's name. Maybe Derek can number somebody because I I can't remember. Yeah, I got his I got his books, but they're in my boxes. Oh, they, oh you talking about Claude? Some West say Claude Anderson. Claude Anderson, yes. Okay. okay. I just yeah. I just happened to see a little a little piece with him, with the brother from Chicago, uh, that used to be with the homosexual chick that's run running the Ados game. Yeah, thanks, Derek. Uh. And he was talking about the movement and political manipulation of black people after certain things took place going all the way back to Lincoln and how black folks became Republicans. And uh, then after Roosevelt, black folks became Democrats. And each time we got an ass whooping to go with it. Okay. Uh Black folks were Republicans under Lincoln, and we got Tulsa, Oklahoma, and a whole host of other riots that d- didn't get, don't get the ink, okay? Uh, then black became Democrats, and we got Jim Crow. And now here we go again. Because we're we just not comfortable uh, with political reality that neither one of these parties are ever going to address our needs. That ain't what they set up for. They set up to perpetuate the system of white supremacy, controlled by a small group of people, no matter which one of them you put in there. That's the political reality. So now here we go again. I mean, he he was beating them over the head with it. But it's true. So I'm trying to figure out how this sister is a black cop. She wanted to be a black cop all her life, even when she was in Vietnam. I'm talking uh, Regina King or 
Angela Abar. Oh, by the way, I thought it was also interesting in terms of the dominance of the feminine principle in the movie. Because one, one of my friends asked me, he said, man, that brother kind of weak, ain't he? All right? Because he wasn't really watching the series the way he should have been watching it. And they they were at the point where certain things didn't come out until later in the series. So I said, no, that, that ain't the case. Uh, he used technology that Adrian had created to point it in a circle where his God powers were removed and put into the point in the circle so that he could marry Angela Abar. And then he became Cal Abar. Notice the, the flip. Normally in marriage, if the female wants to keep her name, she becomes hyphenated with his name. In this instance, uh, she goes to the morgue and resurrects him, right? <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> kind of like Jesus. <laughs> she goes to the morgue, resurrects him, and he takes her last name. He becomes Cal Abar, which I thought was interesting. I didn't see anybody comment on that. But there are a lot of things in this series for me that pointed to uh, things that I see coming in terms of the black community. Uh, And I don't think that's an accident because, Bear, as I dug a little deeper, I found out that the writer of the book was heavily into the occult. And I kept looking to see if anybody else was going to mention that. <laughs> but most of, the, most of ahead, these Beth. people, most of these people that's in uh, Hollywood and putting these movies, I mean, higher up, that's that's all that's there. It's the occult. That's what it's about. Yeah, but they remember, gave the Lord people Christian Christianity, but they practice the occult, the magic. Right. Thing. That's right. They've all. But now remember that. But now he was a little different though, Bear. Because remember, he didn't want to have anything to do with Hollywood. Remember. Matter of fact, I'm just talking, it, it, it's, it's, in general. It's, yeah, I mean, it, it's to me, you're looking at that and it kind of, you can see what's going on in real life. And I mean, just higher up anything you in, politics, Hollywood, all that, it's all occult. It's all magic. That's, that's, what, every, that's what they practice at. And the average right. person, the, the regular people just practice religion, but they don't do religion when you get to a certain level. It's, it's magic. It's a That's right. It's just for the chosen. They into well, Kabbalah. But still, that's their magic. 
is still a form of occultism or whatever you whatever yeah. name you want to give it. Exactly. You know, but the, as you stated, most of the Christians they run away from that part of the religion because they don't think right. that that part is really a part of the religion. They really That's the don't. The main part. Exactly. Power is okay, and they'll give it different names like supernatural and that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And miracle, right? Well. There are no miracles that take place that are supernatural. Yeah, that's what magic. That's that's just another name. Some go people go call ahead, Bill. Some people call it magic. Same thing. Uh oh, you breaking up again, Bill? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. I say some people call it miracles. Some people call it magic. Whatever name you want to put on it. Same thing. Yeah, this, these phones are just not gonna just not gonna help us at all tonight, there. You still can't hear me? Yeah, but it's whenever you start talking, it starts breaking up. I can oh. imagine I'm doing the same thing on your end. No, you coming in? You coming in clear now? Oh, okay. You, yeah, you all haven't right, well, broke up in a while. Okay, good, good. But um, uh, what was the uh? The guy's name. Uh, I'll come back. I'll come back to his name later. Uh, but yeah, he he was deep into the occult, Bev. Uh, which again, I just find it quite interesting that you know people write these occultic novels dealing with superheroes and beings with extraordinary powers. I don't know how you write that story about the writer and add that to the mix because that would explain why he writes from the perspective that he does. And then let the people, you know, uh, determine how much credibility they're going to give him. All right? Whoever it is. Uh, but I, I, again, I just thought that that this whole Watchman thing is is heading towards something else, and and they didn't prove me wrong uh, with that last episode, uh, with her basically uh, consuming the cosmic egg, and of course the rest is all alluding to her acceding to the throne of God. You don't actually see any of that. You don't see her illustrating as a God what he did to illustrate to her that he was a God, and that was to walk on water. You never really see any of that. You only see her her foot approach the water, and that's the end of the series. And they don't know if there's going to be a part two. All right? And there were certain things that were left totally unresolved in part one that I could probably write a a couple of episodes for season two. But I guarantee you, yours truly will be the last person (laughs) that they get... (laughs) to write anything for them and nor would I accept it but 
I can pretty much see some some avenues down the road that this thing could go because we've been dealing with the black feminine energy for quite some time now. So we know what it's capable of doing. So I didn't really want to open up with, uh, with dude and his wife. All right. Um, I want to get back to where we kind of left off because uh, I won't be here tomorrow, family. I got uh, several medical appointments coming up. Uh, almost all the rest of them, except for the one tomorrow, I got them scheduled for Thursday and, and a Friday, that kind of thing. So they want to feel with the program because I need to do a a steady stream of, of these things to get back into the metaphysical realm. Cause I think 2020 is going to require that. That's why I spent a great deal. So I'm going to try to stay there. That's why you hear me alluding to, uh, things going on in, in the area of technology and things that are going on off the planet of which there are a lot of things going on off this planet. And the telekinesis is only one part of it. We'll come to that tonight. But the other very part uh, to the Watchmen, both the movie and I think and the TV series, uh, and we kind of got into this before we had to stop early on last week, family, and that was dealing with the tarot. All right, which is right up our sister's alley, Sister Bear. Um, so we're going to deal with some more parts of that because I think it's important for you to be able to see the spiritual aspect of the watchmen or, as I like to say, the watchers, because I, I really think that's what they wanted to say. <laughs> they just didn't want to step on some some toes, all right? Uh, now, and isn't, that'll take it, a, isn't it, before you ahead. get started, isn't it a group called the Watchers? Yeah, I, I mentioned it last week. That's the okay. Anunnaki. Actually, the original was Anu. Anu was off planet in the ship watching over Enlil and Anki. Okay? The Anunnaki. So, yes, the Watchers are supposed to be the Anunnaki who are due to come back with the procession of the equinoxes. Revelation, the four yugas. We're going to get into a little bit. I see I should have stopped this earlier. Because then people will be wanting me to come back next week and get in back into the, the four yugas, all right, which basically coincides with that same cycle. And they allude to some of this. Uh, those cycles are the Satya, Satya, S-A-T-Y-A, yuga, 
the Treader Yuga, the Dawapara Yuga, and the Kali Yuga. Those are the four Yugas. Okay? Because the Indian cosmology and the Kometan cosmology pretty much mirror each other. Okay, family? And of course, it's 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 definitely related to geometry and astrology. Definitely can't get around it with the four cardinal points. So these things have religious religious references as well. Okay? Which corresponds with the four salts, right? Or the and the four signs of the zodiac that spell salt in terms of their abbreviation. We we'll get Hopefully we'll get to that. I ain't talked too much tonight where we can't get back into that. Because all that has to do with the times that we're in right now. But as I said earlier, uh, and they kind of alluded to in, in this particular article, the Watchman explores generational black trauma and provides a path beyond the pain. This is from Shadow and act.com. Uh, and here's what they say in this article. HBO's latest series, The Watchmen, managed to top the original Watchmen uh, graphic novel, literature that is considered unfilmable, using the source material as a jumping off point. HBO's Watchmen recentered the story around the African-American experience of trauma and resilience. Using the Tulsa 1921 massacre as a backdrop and catalyst for a profound meditation of black life. Creator Damon Lindelof assembled a team of black creatives Writers, producers, and directors create one of the black experiences of 2019 and potentially of the decade. He gave he gave voice to the generational stress and pressure of these black writers and artists, and pressure that black Americans in the broader black American diaspora feel a stress that sometimes becomes so comfortable we forget that it's always there, living in the background. Those writers were able to tap into that unrecognized source of that stress and call it out into the open. The source, America itself, was put on trial throughout the series, like Adrian Vedic while he was on Europa. The the clones put Adrian on trial while he was on Europa family, and they found him guilty. But they really couldn't do anything to him. They couldn't really hurt him uh, because he was already preordained to do certain things, and they were there to serve him. All right, as I stated before, they were really clones. Uh, that were there and based upon the white woman and white girl he saw uh, 
getting ready to make love when he was a little boy. And as a reward for him keeping it to himself, they gave him a Bible and told him to take his time and read it. That little boy would eventually grow up to become Dr. Manhattan after his accident. And so he goes to Europa and creates a whole new civilization out of nothing using Old Testament as the template with Adam and Eve. Okay? And then everything else that came with it. So, they say, uh, the wounds needed to be seen, and these writers were able to showcase those wounds to the world under the guise of a superhero movie. So, you see, I, I know why they got the black writers, but you would have to get, I don't know what kind of black writers these were. All right? Because Barack Obama could be considered a black writer if he was a writer, but he ain't writing black stuff. And I found a lot of questionable stuff, particularly with this black family becoming generations of the police from the granddaddy to the granddaughter. All right? And them adopting all them white babies of cops who got killed by the white supremacist. And her being the closest friend to the Grand Cyclops, the cop who her granddaddy hung because he remembered that he was a member of the Cyclops. That's why he used the same flicker rate to program him. I'm talking about Will Reeves. Uh, Angela's granddaddy, Lou Gossett. He used a flashlight with the flicker rate to program uh, the grand cyclops and had him to hang himself because he was involved in the the massacre in Tulsa in 1921. Well, now, as the so-called police chief, he's Angela's best friend but he's the closet one of the closet head guys of the cyclops okay so they go on in the article to say Regina King stars as Angela Abar she meets her last living relative her grandfather Will Reeves when he calls her to a crime scene to show her he has murdered her friend and the Tulsa chief of police uh, Will convinces Angela to take his nostalgia pill that allow her to experience his memories for herself. Through this genius plot device, Angela walks a mile in her grandfather's shoes and shows how generational trauma is inherited and toxic cycles continue without us even being conscious of them. Okay? 
They say both Angela and Will dedicated their lives to the law. From earlier traumas as well as childhood beliefs that the law would save them. Trust in the law is what Will was taught from his favorite Bass Reeves film. So you see, unbeknownst to him, and maybe it was lost on the writers, Will was programmed at an early age going to the theater watching them old movies of Bass Reeves. So he got a twisted form of reality in terms of what the police really represented. So he saw himself as a superhero, even as a little boy wanting to be, let me update that, the Lone Ranger, Batman. How many of us seen uh, our little children years ago dressed up in little Batman outfits? Right? So that's part of the programming where we put in our children's heads when they're quite young. Because the same thing happened to Angela when she was in Vietnam. When she was an orphan, she befriended two Vietnamese cops. And from that point after she saw what happened to her mom and daddy, she wanted to be a cop. But it was already ingrained in her, in her DNA from her grandfather, a wheel. All right. So they're saying that both of them inculcated that trauma to the point that they wanted to be able to do something to read the, the wherever they were of it. With Will, after the white cops tried to lynch him, they put a hood on his head and the uh, the rope around his neck. But then they decided not to kill him. So he took the hood and the rope, and he became the first mass superhero from that traumatic experience. He began to fight evil on his own. And so he became truly the first superhero. All right? The Minutemen... All the white superheroes came later. He was the first. But he was living an illusion. Okay? That's why his granddaughter could be the best friend of one of the leaders of the white supremacist movement, who was the sheriff. All right? So now... They say both Angela and Will dedicated their lives to the law from their earlier traumas as well as childhood beliefs that the law would save them. Trust in the law is what Will was taught from his favorite Bass Reeves film. And that same notion was handed handed down to Angela uh, when the law stepped in to kill the man who murdered her parents. That childlike idea was stepped upon thanks to other powers that be, such as white supremacy, especially in Will's case. The institution of whiteness kept Will from becoming a superhero in the open. And that same institution attempted to keep Angela in check 
playing on her childhood ideals about law enforcement. For Angela, the police fraternity was her family, family that she would have to break from to become free, similar to how Will had to break from his racist tormentors on the police force to become hooded justice. But now, here's the difference. Will lost his wife and his son. Okay? His son would go on to join the military, serve in Vietnam, uh, and get blowed up. That was Angela's daddy. But his wife and kid left him way back in the 20s or 30s, okay? Uh, let's say uh, 1920, let's say late 30s, early 40s. She left him because she tried to let him know that he was basically uh, uh, responding in anger. She kept telling him, you're a very angry man, but you just don't realize it. And he didn't know what she was talking about. He kept denying it. Okay? So she puts up with it for a while. And then one day he sees his son. Now, this is Will as a young man and his wife. He sees his son uh, putting on the hood and basically acting just like him. And he stops him. So why does he stop him? Because he realizes, like some of us do today, that white supremacy is not inclusive. That's why they call it white supremacy. They don't call it swirling supremacy. They don't call it interracial supremacy. It's called white supremacy. Okay? And it is not inclusive. That has been one of my sayings for many, many, many years. Okay? Uh, otherwise, they wouldn't call it white supremacy. We keep trying to fit in it. All right? And even back then, uh, he saw it. He snatched the stuff, uh, the hood and the rope from his son, and it pissed off his, his wife. She would subsequently leave him. Okay? Years later, uh, uh, his wife, who is Angela's grandmother, goes to Vietnam once her son and his wife gets blown up to get her granddaughter. And before she could leave Vietnam, she puts uh, Angela in the car as a little girl, goes to the back of the car and falls dead. So Angela uh, subsequently goes to uh, Tulsa alone and grows up there again as an orphan. So <clears throat> she becomes a cop in Tulsa, right? And, of course, uh, Will comes back and enters her life et cetera, et cetera. She meets Dr. Manhattan where she's drinking a beer alone, alone in the bar. And then he, he basically reads her, tells her what's going to happen, how they're going to be together for 10 years, et cetera, et cetera. 
uh, and of course he's blue at this time, so uh, he hasn't manifested into a black man until she goes to the morgue and chooses a dead body with with no living relatives or anything, and that's how he becomes Cal Abar, using her last name, which again I thought was quite interesting. Anyway, that's just you know some of the stuff that went on in the movie. So they say, they go on in an article to say, uh, blah, 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 blah. they say, for Angela, the police fraternity was her family, family that she would have to break from to become free, similar to how Will had to break from his racist tormentors on the police force to become hooded justice. Angela and Will realize that the law itself is the perpetrator. The law itself is the perpetrator of the generational violence by which they have been victimized. Now, for me, that's interesting because I've said for decades that the only way white supremacy could thrive is the police were nurturing it along with the government. They were the facilitators of the whole system of white supremacy. They maintained it. Okay? So if you want to know who the white supremacists are, Look and see who's running the government. They go on to say, American law is built on black trauma with white supremacy at the head, symbolized by Judd Crawford, uh, the Ku Klux Klan, and generations-old racist cult Cyclops. That was the sheriff. That was Don Johnson, okay, who uh, came to fame as a cop in Florida in one of the earlier TV series. And, of course, he had a black sidekick, right, family? Now, I don't, uh, Miami Vice, was that what it was? Is that what it was, Bev? Yeah, Miami Vice. Okay, I never watched the episode, but I did hear about it. And I know he had a black side uh, kick, like, mm-hmm. not coincidentally, the Long Range and Tonto. So he had him a tanto too. All right. So they say Cyclops simply morphs into the Watchmen's present day Seventh Cavalry. Now, <clears throat> I also thought it was interesting that they chose the name for the predecessor to Cyclops as the Seventh Cavalry. Of course, we know that the Seventh Cavalry was run by mega racists, right? White supremacists. A George Armstrong Custer. Okay? That's the origin of the 7th Cavalry. Because they were massacred by a number of indigenous people. But the real history ain't Earl Flynn, you know, dying with his boots on. The real history of uh, Custer is he was a savage. That's his real history. Who wanted to kill anything that wasn't white and didn't mind killing some whites in terms of um, uh, Confederates, if if need be. All right? So that's, that's where the name came from, but it was handed down from the Cyclops. They say, this proves that defeating individuals and not systems and the ideologies that prop them up cannot create true victory. 
Now, I don't know who wrote that, but that's right on it. And that's why, I've, again, I've been saying for decades, uh, you're trying to deal and fight systems. You got to deal with it in a systematic way. You may have a victory here and there, but eventually the system wins because it's still in place. All right? So they go on to say, Will Reeves tells Angela that wounds need air to heal. Angela has wounds from her parents dying in front of her, her grandmother collapsing in death right after rescuing her from a cruel orphanage. And Angela had wounds she didn't even know stemming from Will's traumatic past as a survivor of the Tulsa massacre. So after taking Will's nostalgia pills, she sees a lot of her own life story in Will's actions. She might, might not have known why she created a costume that featured a hood and obscuring face makeup, but she realized why her grandfather did the exact same thing. She was able to see why the hood carried so much symbolism. Will's hood was the same one racist cops put on him when they lynched him. Now, I find it also interesting that the place where black people seem to reside in numbers is always referred to as the hood. Because it's really, in origin, a place where black people were hidden from the mainstream of society. Because, like most of us, and the hood, the hood basically obscured you from everybody else. And that's what black society has been for, uh, man, 150 years. We've been hidden from the general white society. So because of that, the police could do any damn thing they wanted to to us. because we were only viewed when they wanted to view us as clowns and athletes on TV. Okay. So now it's what you understand how this whole thing works. Family. They say seeing wheels origin story. Angela was able to understand that she carried a legacy of superheroism in her veins, a legacy that America constantly tried to obscure. Through those peels, she had generational weight that was only lifted once she embraced her past, symbolized by the presence of her grandfather. Only then could she welcome the present and the future, symbolized in the soul egg Dr. Manhattan left behind. Will healed his own trauma because through Angela, Will is afforded the opportunity to make amends to the family he left many years ago after he became consumed with hooded justice. Through Angela, Will is able to course correct his lineage and nurture the legacy of his son and wife in a way he couldn't do when he was a younger man. Both sides of the family tree become whole again through recognizing the other's wounds. The solution that the Watchmen offer is that we as black America need to let these wounds of the past come to the surface and address them in whatever way we can. It needs to be done in the light of day so that they can get the air that they need to heal. 
Now, I need to stop there for one second. See, now, this is the objection that I have to people attempting to uh, somehow uh, singularize the plight of African people in this country from African people in the diaspora. Okay? All you got to do is go and look at some of the history of the Congo. All right, I'm just using that one place as an example, but there are many, many other places all over Africa. Okay? But just go and look at not all, you ain't got to look at all of it, at some of the history of the Congo. All right, and then tell me what's the difference. Because there, uh, and other parts of Africa, they would cut off the limbs of black men, right? Just like they did here. Y'all, y'all saw that in Roots, right? Uh, they did the same thing here because these were the same people. So global white supremacy is just that. It don't just exist in some ADOS. That's not it. That's some LGBT made-up stuff. I wanted to say that other word, but I'm trying to keep it clean here, family. Okay? And it don't mean that I'm against reparation, like Dr. Claude Anderson. I just don't think we should sit around and wait on it. That means you ain't learned your lesson. Because these people have never, ever in their history maintained an agreement that they signed. Okay? So they say, the Watchmen gave us a truly strong black female character in the form of Angela Agbar. She becomes the strongest woman in the universe because she finally allows those emotional walls to break, lets in the past, and learns who she is and where she comes from. She's strong because she allows herself to be vulnerable. Now, the one problem I got with all of this is that they want us to start our history in slavery. And I've always had that criticism. We're coming up in the next few weeks on February. Okay? I don't want to start my history in 1865. And I also don't want to start in 1690. Okay? I'm not, no matter what they say. But that's what they want us to do. And that, as as this uh, the movie is attesting, uh, unless you deal with all of it, okay, all of it, not that little bitty piece of it, all of it, that's still out of order. So stop giving our children. A steady dose every year of 1865, because when they grow up to be adults, that's where they're going to start, 1865. It's as if you didn't exist before that. That's a lie, a big lie. And that's where reparations will only aid you from that perspective. Because if you still in 1865 and they will give you some reparations, you're going to act just like what they created in 1865. You understand me, family? Whatever they give you, you're going to give it back. Because that's what they raised you to do. 
Toby. Now, they say, uh, blah, 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 blah. They say the one element is probably, uh, wait, one of the biggest criticisms of media is that they don't provide that pathway forward beyond the pain. That one element is probably what black America needs most of all from its entertainment. What we need is a guiding light towards reckoning with all that weight. What we need is permission to reckon with that weight, to allow ourselves to be off our guards, to uh, uh, for a few minutes to cry, to be angry, to feel the fear and the hurt. We need time to be in the healing air to breathe freely. We can assume that Angela inherited Dr. Manhattan's powers. What she will do with them, uh, they don't really say. If Angela Abar is now empowered by the legacy of Will and Dr. Manhattan, she's ready to take on white supremacy in ways that Manhattan was never interested in taking on. They go on to say, it is a that will go on indefinitely, but fighting back is what is most important. The best way to fight back is to heal oneself first. You can't fight against anything on an empty tank, and that's what Angela and a lot of black America have been forced to do for generations. Thanks to Red Foundation, Angela and Cal have plenty of money. If we allow to heal ourselves, and get reparations for the generations of trauma, we could have more than enough juice in the tank to battle white supremacy. See, again, that is a fatal mistake to think that somehow that because they give you their their system of energy, that somehow that's going to cure you. The thing that's missing, again, is the overall history. That's what's always been missing. All right? Because the fact that uh, Dr. Manhattan was a black god uh, should tell you all that you need to know. That should tell you all that you need to know. So you don't want to celebrate with Will. You want to deal with what happened with Will. But you want to celebrate your elevation of black god status. But again, I'm a little more radical in my thinking uh, than these movie makers. I know they got to basically charm the viewers. All right, I'm going to say it again. White supremacy is not inclusive. You can make the mistake and think that you're going to vote your way into that. It don't work like that at all. You have to make some stern statements and stick with them. You know, kind of like uh, Elijah Muhammad type. Stick with him. Yeah, because uh, I will say this. Some people try to uh, write stories that basically pointed out that, that these this, this movie, and as I mentioned the other one, uh, the other superhero movie that was out, I think, was it earlier this year? back in February with Wakanda, Black Panther, that right, we don't right. hear hardly mentioned anymore. 
Right. And that's that's the problem with black superhero stuff as opposed to real black history that the superheroes uh, basically get their their inspiration from. Go ahead, Beth. No, I didn't say anything. I just was agreeing with you about the Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, And this one will be the same way. It's not sustainable because it's fiction. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling the rest of the family, anybody else that'll listen, the real history is just absolutely off the chain. You don't need to take one. That real history will have you scratching your head. I'm still scratching my head. (laughs) And I only got a little bit of it. Let me show you what I mean. Now, let's go back, Sister Bell, family, Mm -hmm. to that article, Watchmen. From Tarot Terotica. Terotica. T A R O T I C A dot net that we started on last week and just really got into just the beginning of it. All right? And you understand what I mean. When you go and look at all of these uh, many of these famous people in real history, I'm talking about the system of white supremacy. Is is based upon black subjugation. That's one thing, but it's also predicated on black symbolic and esoteric exploitation. Black symbolic and esoteric exploitation. Okay. Now, I don't care if you call it Islam or Christianity or Hebrew or Judaism, okay? I don't care if you call it. You can call it that. That's fine. That's black esoteric exploitation. Let me let me show you what I mean. If you recall uh, the, the last part of the article <clears throat> that we kind of got into, uh, let me see here. Yeah, uh, it dealt with the first decan of Aquarius in the procession of the equinoxes, and they were pointing out that it deals with the Seven of Swords, which is also known as the unstable effort. They pointed out that Dr. Manhattan embodied that card, the Seven of Swords, just like Rorschach embodied the Eight of Cups. Okay, they point out that Manhattan is blue. That symbolizes the mind and the intellect. And it's Aquarius as well. It represents the age of Aquarius. They go on to point out that uh, all of the uh, traits of Dr. Manhattan are symbolic of the fixed sign of, of the mind. Uh, which has to do with science, technology, uh, mental acuity, individuality, and is known uh, to to be part of what is known uh, as the age of Aquarius, uh, which represents the water bearer, uh, as well as the physician physician of the gods, a doctor of the gods, Dr. Manhattan. 
often symbolized by a man, a blue man. Then they go on to say Dr. Manhattan represents Aquarius uh, in the same way that the Tin Man in the Wizard of Oz represents Aquarius. Okay? Uh, So, then we go on to, to pick up where we left off and they say this. They say, Dr. Manhattan is fairly emotionless throughout the entire movie. This is also indicative of the Seven of Swords consciousness. They are feeling overcrowded. They go on in the book of Toth on the Seven of Swords, it says this. The intellectual wreckage of the card is thus not so vehement as in the five. There's a wish to compromise a certain toleration, but in certain circumstances, the results may be more disastrous than ever. This card, like the four, suggests the policy of appeasement. The symbol shows six swords with their hilts in crescent formation. Their points meet below the center of the card, impinging upon a blade of a much larger upward-thrusting sword. That would be Dr. Manhattan, symbolically. As if there were a contest between the many feeble and the one strong. This may remind one of the Tin Man in the Wizard of Oz, when he is found rusted with his axe stuck up in the air. The Tin Man, uh, Dr. Manhattan, finally gets a heart. This is the Calayuga family. Uh, what, as I said earlier, Iron Man symbolized. That's why he got a new heart. Iron Man, Tin Man, you get it? And he got the most important part of his body given to him, which was his heart chakra. All right? They say, the song All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix It's playing. The watchtower is symbolic of the four fixed signs of astrology and the double fixed position of those signs in tempera in tempera on the hermetic tree of life, which happens to be the sphere of the sun. Now, I'm going to have to go a little little slower here, Bear. All right? Because that tempera, it represents spirituality, uh, balance, uh, compassion. Those are just some of the things that tempera, which is that... uh, those 22 paths, all right, in the tree of life or Kabbalah, if you want to use that term, all right, same thing from the Hebrew perspective. Now, they call it uh, the Hermetic or Hermes tree of life, okay? But, of course, we know it's predated by the Kemetic symbology of these things, okay? So now, Let me read that again. 
They say the watchtower is symbolic of the four fixed signs of astrology. We'll come to that in a minute. So that's what that represents, the four fixed signs of astrology and the double fixed position of those signs and tephra of the hermetic tree of life, which happens to be the sphere of the sun. They say these double fixed areas form an astrological cross situated between the solstices and the equinoxes forming a watchtower between them. The four fixed signs are often pictured in religious artwork. Uh, Depictions of Christ show him surrounded by these figures, which act as a watchtower. That would be the bull, Taurus, the eagle, Scorpio, the man, Aquarius, and the lion, Leo. Rearranged, they would be Scorpio, Aquarius, Leo, and Taurus. Salt. Salt. Which, uh, Man, I wish I had that research. I went looking for that, but that that stuff must be somewhere where I couldn't find it. It's probably right in front of my face, and I just missed it because I recall seeing it. So I can't recall all of the references to salt, but I just had that stuff recently. I bet it, again, is right in my nope. face. And what, ahead, was that, what was the name of that show we did about that? That's what I'm saying, Bev. I dealt with all of this stuff. I went back and got that research. And I dealt with it recently, dealing with the salt and how they're male salts and female salts. But they had other esoteric meaning as well. That This one article that I tried to find that had the blue cube on the cover of it that dealt with the procession of the equinoxes. This was had to be six, seven years ago. Yeah. But I, I do so much research. And we were dealing with... Um, Alchemy. Alchemy fit right into all this, and you alluded to that earlier. Okay? So that's what these things represent. So you can't separate alchemy from astronomy, astrology, geometry, all of it. Numbers, music, it's all connected. It's not one thing. It's a part of the same thing. They're all parts of the same thing. For instance, they go on to say in this article, Bev, family, remember now, let me read that last part again. The four fixed signs are often pictured in religious artwork. Uh, Depictions of Christ show him surrounded by these figures, which act as a watchtower. They are the bull, the eagle, the man, and the lion, or Taurus. Scorpio, Aquarius, and Leo. They say these are the four cherubim. Now, remember, family, we did this as well. This had to, again, be about maybe four or five years ago. Well, we kind of broke these things down because many of these things, like the salt, are referencing your body and the workings of your body. 
So we pointed out that the cherubim watch over the Garden of Eden. Okay. These ain't them little fat little white babies, you know, pictured in the Bible that they call cherubim. That's what they want you to believe. The cherubim surround the Garden of Eden in your head. And when we dealt with uh, this subject matter, we pointed out that they watch over the Garden of Eden. Okay? But uh, they also worked into the symbol of the Sphinx, representing perfect balance and harmony, the cherubim. Okay? Now, they say, uh, I'm going to go back and give you a better definition here. If I can pull this up in a succinct way. Okay. Now, uh, you can find uh, a lot of his research in at Gnostic Warrior. Gnostic Warrior. As I stated back then when we dealt with this, I find Gnosticism, along with the other research that I did, Oh, one of the other good sites for this stuff is Spirit of the Scripture. Spirit of the Scripture. That's another good website. Uh, I went and we looked at the two golden cherubim in our brains, and they show you a picture of reference, okay, and what this really represents. So let me uh, give you an idea of what they're talking about, okay? Uh, here's what they say. Uh, we dealt with the tabernacle. So they say in my last article on the tabernacle, I explained that the cherubim were the sacred guardians in the holy of holies. And it's here where we find the two golden cherubim. Because family, the tree of life basically represents the human body construct. The 22 pathways represents the 22 uh, uh, hormonal base pairs in the human body with one outstanding. That would be that last piece hanging from the from the Kabbalah or the tree of life that hangs down almost like the uh, uh, the pendulum on a clock. Again, referencing time, okay? So those 22, just like they represent the 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet, right? <clears throat> uh, those represent the 22 base pairs, the hormonal base pairs in the human body. So, again, you can line all of this stuff up with processes that go on in the body. Somebody wants you to worship something outside of you. Uh, I think it's a little late for that. Let me get a drink of water here. <clears throat> and it's no coincidence that yeah. we are in the uh, that Let me we go are say this. I'm sorry, Bear. <clears throat> I say it's no coincidence that we Bear? are in the vibration of the 22. Can you hear me? Are you breaking up Hello? again? Oh, I say it's no coincidence. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. It's no coincidence that we in the vibration of the 22, 2020. Yes. 
That is correct. No question about it, man. That's why I say it's really about meta vision. All right. Now they say the cherubim first appear in the Bible in the Garden of Eden to guard the way to the tree of life. Cherubim are mentioned throughout the Old Testament and once in the New Testament in reference to the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant, your brain family, as the golden guardians of the Holy of Holies. Then they go on to go to Genesis uh, Genesis 3 and 24, and I'm not going to go and you can go on the website. I just wanted to show you and give you a reference point where you can go into this. So they'll take you even to dealing with Manly P. Hall, okay, the Masonic boy, because the Freemasonry is based on the Old Testament, all right, which means that's you to a large degree, family. They say the Garden of Eden is known as the primeval abode of man and is the dwelling place of God. This is further explained by the 33rd degree Freemasonic philosopher Manly P. Hall. Blah, 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 blah. He, said, he says, in the brain of man between the wings of the kneeling cherubim is the mercy seat. And there man speaks with his God as the priest of the tabernacle spoke to the spirit of the Lord hovering between the wings of the angels. Man is again the ark. Man is again the ark. And within him are the three principles, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the tablets of the law, the pot of manna, and the rod that budded, the rod that budded. You know what that is, family. That would be your chakra system, your spine, the rod that budded. They say, I'm looking for some uh, specific here, one other piece. It may not be in this one. It may be in another piece I need to uh, deal with uh, later on here. Let me see here. Blah, 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 blah. No, ain't giving me biblical quotes. It may be in the next one. So I think I can, but this is a, this is this, this is not a, sh- a short or a small article. It, it's extensive and goes into a lot of, Biblical references, family, for those of you who want to uh, align this up uh, with scripture. Okay? Agnosticism was outlawed because it added some things that these, some folks didn't want uh, people to know. But the Gnostics are just as old as the Christians. That's, many of us say that they just are a breakaway piece of Christianity because they didn't want to follow the dictates of the rulers of Christianity during their time. So I I think uh, it's in the next piece that I'm going to pull up. But they get deep into this. And again, I would love to go into this again, but it takes too long because you can't, when you go into this kind of stuff, it's like studying the Bible. You're probably going to have two or three different dictionaries, family. So that's why when you go into this stuff, you go into it alone. You don't, it just takes too much. It's too much stuff to have to deal with. Anyway, just wanted to kind of 
give you an idea of what they're talking about here, okay? Because <clears throat> that this further represents as above, so below. So that's why Dr. Manhattan was uh, more comfortable or just as comfortable off the planet as he was on it, okay? Uh, and he even tried to build a whole other world right there with Adam and Eve uh, using water as the source material to create life. We should tell all of us something as well. Okay? <clears throat> now, they go on to say, uh, also on the tree of life, there is an area or world called Yitzira. Yitzira, which corresponds to element of air, i.e. intellect. The hub or balance of this airy world of mind is tipera. Okay, uh, the spirit, uh, uh, the sun, the sephira of miracles. This is what Dr. Manhattan means when he says turning air into gold. Manhattan used his intellect to achieve this realization of love, miracles, and perfection. But unknown to him, Vedic had other plans unfolding on earth and Manhattan's discovery of his own heart would be short-lived, replaced with cold, calculating, brutal intellect. Okay? So now, they go on even deeper into this, and I'm going to skip over some of, some of these parts. Because again, this is, a, this is a fairly long article. Uh, I got 14 pages in my print. So it goes into a Kabbalah extensively. And bear whenever you need to stop me with this, because I know this is this is your ball of tea here. A ball of tea. <laughs> this is your cup of tea here. <laughs> or your ball of wax. So you can stop me at any time, Sister Bear. Anyway, they go on here to say Vedic as the dark priest, the black sun, is interesting as well. The symbolism in this picture and in the movie, and by the way, family, when you go and pull up this article, they have the pictures of the cars that they're using, okay? So you can follow along with and get a pictorial reference that I can't give you uh, over the air. Anyway, they say, uh, the symbolism in this picture and in the movie are very telling, whereas the comedian is the pure sun, a warm, bright, young spirit. Vedic is the black sun, a cold, dark, old spirit. In the movie, Vedic has a secret base in the Antarctic, and he surrounds himself with Egyptian decorations. Family, he's a scientist, but he's really uh, an alchemist. Okay? They say, check this now, because they get real interesting here. Vedic is also symbolic of the Atonist of ancient Egypt, who are still active today, who worship the dark side of the sun. These are the Luciferians who use their knowledge of light to blind rather than enlighten. Did you hear that there? 
That's what they're doing. But there, did you get the magnitude of who he saying these people are? With the they Egyptian? follow. They worship the Aten that I've been talking about oh, since we exposed Barack Obama and the Aten and NATO. Mm-hmm. Look, look at what they say. Let me read that again. Vedic, this is the scientist, is also symbolic of the Atenist of ancient Egypt who are still active today. Hmm. You know, when I read this, all I could say was, I'll be damned. Because hmm. we have been connecting these dots going back to Obama. And, and the fact that he was a clone, clones are very relevant from Vedic. Ozymandias, however you say that name. I couldn't believe it, Bear. They say Vedic is very is a very successful businessman in the story and runs a multinational corporation. He's his seemingly innocuous preoccupation with this material world makes his other darker plans go almost completely unnoticed, except by the son who knew what he was up to. This is exactly how eight Optimist slash Luciferians operate today through business, money, finance, products, multinational corporations, etc. That's true. But, Bev, it looks like it came right out of one of our programs. Let, let me show you. Let me show you, Bev. Now, watch this. Watch, watch this though, Bev. This is mind blowing. Then they say this in the same paragraph. In the movie The Dark Knight, Lucius Fox is a direct reference to Lucifer as well. Lucius Fox was also very was also a very successful businessman and a master of finance. Both Lucifer and Lucius come from the same root L V X or loose which is Latin for light. Note that Lucius Fox also has the same wall of television screens that Vedic has, evoking this technocratic, all-seeing motif of the eye of Aten. There. Didn't we bust out extensively Lucius Fox? Yeah. In the Batman, the Dark Knight, which basically represented Barack Obama? Yep. Wow. And didn't we say he basically decked out Batman in all black, representing the dark side? And didn't we say his headquarters was underground? Mm-hmm. And didn't we say they turned him into a black man? They turned the devil into a black man. A year later, 
They came with a remake of Rosemary's Baby and turned the birth of the devil mother, which was the white woman in the 60s, to the black woman today. Wow. Mm -hmm. They go on to say, I feel this movie in a real slick way is reasserting the 9-11 lie and implanting it deep within the subconscious while also promoting the idea of an Aquarian age ruled by elitists who step down, uh, who deep down know what's best for us, even as they lie to us. Also note the great irony of how this movie implants these ideas within the subconscious while symbolically destroying the subconscious itself through Rorschach, who we pointed out is a psychological character. The Rorschach mask uh, is referencing the Rorschach test. What do you see in this ink block? This was psychologist move. And we pointed out that the psychologists are the hidden hand behind the takeover in terms of what's going on today in society. Everything having a psychological origin to it. Okay. I kind of think that we're going to shatter some of that in 2020 based on meta vision. All right. So they go on to say, other movies are implanting ideas like this within the audience as well. One of the very last scenes of The Dark Knight, Batman says, sometimes the truth is, isn't good enough. Sometimes people deserve more. Sometimes people deserve to have their faith rewarded. They go on to say, another familiar, uh, or anyone familiar with the subject, uh, will know how reminiscent this is of the Egyptian pharaoh Akhenaten and his uh, solar cult of Aten aggressively. What'd you say, Bear? <laughs> I just said, huh. Now, I think we kind of alluded to Akhenaten and, and his connection to this and Obama and the Aten and the whole thing. Yeah, you did. I, I that's why I say, Bear. Sometimes I don't pick these movies; they pick me. I don't pick right. these series; they pick me. Okay. So now let me read that again, because it's connected to something even more mind blowing. They say anyone familiar with the subject will know. How reminiscent this is this is of the Egyptian pharaoh Akhenaten and his solar cult of Aten aggressively pushing to usher in the procession age of Aries whilst coming out of the age of Taurus, symbolized by Mithra sacrificing the bull or Moses. Now is he ushering this in. The age of Moses, because that's who Moses is. Furious over the Israelites worshiping the golden calf. Otanus had taken over Egypt in the process and put the Aten, or sun worship, before all other worship, 
which suppressed the old familiar ways of the Egyptian people. Some feel Akhenaten, Moses, and the Atonists were the first monotheists. No, it's all the same thing. How can you have three separate monotheisms? It's all the same thing. Akhenaten, Moses, worthy Atonists. They say, which is debatable. But it was certainly a brutal, a brutal campaign of monotheism, stamping out all the other gods, rituals, and rites of Egypt by force, only to put the sun and the autumn in their place. After this age of Aries, the age of Pisces was ushered in with Christianity, the fish, their family, the Visigoth Pisces. And the sacrificial lamb. Then they say this, man, and you know I swallowed hard Ooh. when I saw this. History is repeating itself. Though instead of a, of a solar Artemis slash Aries age or a Christian Pisces age, we are entering a technocratic Uranian. Remember, you're in this babe in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Aquarius age, Uranian slash Aquarian technocratic age. Technology and science is all good and great, but there's a definite push taking place to divorce people from their own subconscious and give them a technological artificial surrogate. to get them to buy into the global utopia idea of unity against a common enemy. Every boogeyman they can wheel out, even a fake, a fake alien invasion, officially being revealed to the public as a possibility. A utopia of super technology, super science, super firepower. And of course, family, they don't say it, but I will. Superheroes. They say, within the Watchmen, we see a push to move backwards instead of forwards through the signs. But the signs and the cards of the tarot symbolically display a sequentially ordered story of the genesis of creation through which things are meant to unfold. And as we said, Bev, the tarot basically represents the book of Revelation. They're pictorial representations of the 22 books. I'm talking to Major Arcana. Each one of those cards represents one of those books. With the last card of the tarot, the 22nd card represents Saturn. And that's what the last book in the book of Revelation deals with. Okay? So now, it's, they say. It's Psalms do too. I think it's Psalms uh, 118. Say that again, Ben. Uh, I, I think it's Psalms 118 are dealing with the uh, tarot cards too. 
interesting. Yeah. Okay? So, again, and we need to, for those who don't know, those are our people, uh, some of whom are right there in Mali, in on the cliffs of Bengara, the Bengara cliffs in Mali that were bombed by Obama through the French, his proxy, looking for some fake Al-Qaeda. No, that ain't what it's about. It's about uh, ushering in that fake feminine energy, the fake feminine, not the real. Okay? And remember now, they left ancient Kemet and traveled throughout Africa to make sure that they maintained the heritage of their culture. All right? Uh, and you see what they get as a result of it. Now, I'm going to have to go back to that to to show people, to give people uh, that migratory effort on the part of African people to maintain their culture and what they went through. Okay? So uh, in the 20th, 20th century, the white people go back there and find out that those people uh, are studying their cosmology is quantum physics. We went through all that about seven, eight years ago, Sister Bear. We even took apart Ooh. Superman, that, that last Superman movie where he was by himself, and showed yeah. how that was dealing with the feminine principle, that feminine energy. Okay? Now, they say, but all this is back during that time. Hard to remember all that stuff, to keep all that stuff in because it was a lot. But it was uh, mind-blowing. It was absolutely mind-blowing. And I want the family to understand, if I don't take a look for this stuff, I don't know it either. So when I find out, just like this, just like this stuff, stuff I've already dealt with based on other a whole lot of research here. He come with this one article dealing with some fictitious movie called The Watchmen, and it's laying out all the stuff that we didn't talked about. You can't make it up. Now, they say the tarot, astrology, and numerology are nothing but representations of Hebrew and Kabbalah, which describe an intricate interplay of forces in consciousness and in nature. Here's the one problem I got with that. He didn't take it back far enough, but I don't expect him to. That's our job. None of that originates with Hebrew. Hebrew is the beginning of monotheism. Hebrew begins with Akhenaten slash Moses. That's the beginning of it. That's what they're talking about here. That's what's attempting to manifest itself today. That's why the chosen are trying to run or create world government using not the Aten, but NATO, which is scrambled up. Aten, A-T-O-N, becomes N-A-T-O. Now, I know this sounds crazy to some people that ain't been sitting here listening to this stuff. We've been spitting this stuff out over the years. But now you can see, man, we're a long way from crazy. They're going to say, astrophysicist Dr. Paul LaViolette points out that the tarot and astrology may indeed 
shed light on the actual physics and formation of the universe itself. And that ancient myths may have encoded within them trees of sophisticated cosmology. They ain't myths. You just don't know. Okay? And they say, again, as stated, within the tarot, there's an intricate story of human and universal generation that unfolds through symbolism, geometry, color, and number. And you know, Sister Bear, mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop right. I'm gonna stop where I understand re- we got left there because I need to do I a little bit of this. About, about fifteen minutes. Oh. Oh man! I knew I should see. I wanted to get into the yugas, but we ain't got enough time for this because that's going to require more questioning, and I understand it. Okay, uh, so I can't go into this right now. I'll just start it by saying this: They say in this article, the yuga cycles and yogic astronomy. What are the four yugas? We mentioned them earlier. Okay. They say the ancient Indian civilization recorded some of the most massive. And by the way, family, that's why you see ancient uh, Indian cosmology being celebrated at CERN. Family. Y'all know with Shiva outside. You know, the, the symbol with all the hands and it's doing its symbolic dance? Right. That's feminine. Yes. We're talking the same thing here. And, of course, CERN is dealing with what? Time. Travel. See, if you get stuck in one of the religions, you're only going to want to see your side of it. I'm showing you how this thing is much deeper than any one person's particular religious belief system. And show you how they all line up. Okay? And uh, one religion is uh, envious or jealous of the other because of its difference. That's why you can't get caught up in it. Truth ain't got no religious definition. Truth just is. Now, they say the ancient Indian civilization recorded some of the most masterful astronomy ever conceived, known as the Yuga cycles. It is the long-form calendar system that spills, that spans trillions of years. The Yuga cycle, you, the Yuga cycles mirror the Greek great year described by Plato. Today, astronomers understand this period known as the procession equinoxes. 
The procession is a 25,920-year cycle that measures the slow rotation of the background stars relative to rising sun on the vernal equinox. Originally described in the Vedas, the oldest known written text on planet Earth, the Yuga cycles describe the slow rotation of the zodiac constellations. Each period describes ascending and descending periods of life on Earth. Today, it's most widely believed that we are in the Kali Yuga, but some Hindu scholars discuss whether this is true or not. In this cycle, we'll get to know the foundation of the Yuga cycle. I'm going to stop right there, Ben, because this is going to get us into a whole other discussion that we ain't prepared to deal with. But I'm going to mention those last, the four yugas are the Satya Yuga, S-A-T-Y-A, the Treta Yuga, T-R-E-T-A, the Dawapara Yuga, D-W-A-P-A-R-A, and, of course, the Kali Yuga, K-A-L-I, Yuga. So they all represent not just the salts, they represent the elements, earth, wind, fire, and air. They represent uh, a particular cross, okay? Uh, I think it's, uh, I forget the name of the cross, the, the tau, the tau cross, T-A-U, the tau cross. That's the cross that you see symbolized periodically with each arm having itself a cross through it. And that cross is symbolic of a whole lot of other stuff. I mean, just math, science, mysticism of the occult. That's how deep you'll get in. If you get into this, it'll take you to all of those destinations and more. It will take you straight to Kabbalah. I know because I went there. It'll take you to uh, uh, to your lab, all right, which is always in the basement for you aspiring hip hop artists. All and, right, and I want <clears throat> I want to make a correction. Is uh, the twenty two uh, major tarot cards is Psalms one nineteen. Okay. Well, well, I don't think nobody's gonna jump on you for not being no biblical scholar, Bear, because I'm damn sure ain't, ain't no biblical scholar. So that's one nineteen, huh? Yeah, Psalms one nineteen. That would be eleven, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I didn't even guess. You're right. See, I, you know, it's just, I'm going to stop there, Bev, and we can go and take some comments and, and some calls or whatever, you know, because oh, okay. uh, I ain't trying to convince nobody. I'm just trying to see whatever I can see. That's it. Right. It ain't no deeper than that. But that's family in effect what we're going to see 
in 2020. And we're already beginning to see it. So go back, play the things that I've said. Now, there's some things that I left out that I missed. I may have to just come back and hit them next week, okay? Because uh, I ain't got no script, and I had things that I was supposed to get to, and they're going to take me to other things that we need to uh, keep our eye out for. But I've given you the important things, like the election possibly being delayed, interrupted, all right? Uh, <clears throat> it don't mean that Trump won't eventually get reelected. He will. Uh, about another, uh, uh, some more leadership, more black leadership coming forth, neutralizing this current fake black leadership that we got. All right? And that black leadership being uh, female. Okay? Now, I told you, it will not be anybody that's going to try to take you to the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. That's the fake feminine. All right? It's going to be people that that, that invite uh, or that have a house party on your block and invite you to it. Okay? Your party, not somebody else's. And uh, for those that's listening, can you hear me, Dr. X? Yes. Okay, for those that's listening <clears throat> on the internet, you, you can listen on the phone, uh, 323-642-1586, 323-642-1586, and push the number one if you like to uh, talk, if you have a question, comment, suggestion. And uh, Dr. Robert X, what is your information? Yeah, you can uh, send me email at mccrayr9599 at yahoo.com. Excellent. Okay, I'm going to open the lines up, and uh, let's see what we have here. All right, hold on. 347-805. Yeah, we can hear you, Tuckmos. Hotel, Tuckmos. Hotel, hotel, man. Hey, um, the great show, as always. Um, I was watching. Um, I finally got a chance to see that movie, Us. Yeah. Are Are you serious, man? You just now? Go ahead. I just saw. Yeah, I just saw it the other day, man. And I saw the eleven eleven in there. That was played quite prominently in that yep. as well. Um, yeah. You know, but um, man, it was what what it it showed me that it, it, to me us didn't mean us. It meant U.S. Yeah. You know and it, it had a different connotation to me. So with um, I think the character that Lupita Nyong'o played. That wasn't really her, you know what I'm saying? So the real, the real um, person was the the monster female. You get what I'm saying? The, her other man. Person, see now right? you got me at a disadvantage because I'm focused on this. I, I can't. Know, I'm even... sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, well, 
she said, they said, where are you? And she said, I'm an American. And I said, yeah. aha, she, she, she was the original person, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Either way, brother. Either way, man, great show. She was switched way early on. She was switched when she was a little girl, and her parents uh-huh. had her at that amusement park. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, we pointed she, that she out, but they it. didn't know it. Go ahead, Smoke. No, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Hmm. Oh, oh, go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. Wasn't she the clone? They cloned her when they took her as a little girl. Wasn't, a, wasn't she a clone? Right. She was a tether. Well, but she didn't know she head. was a tether. Right. Yeah, I think she knew the whole time. I think the little boy knew at the end, too, because the little boy, right. he mastered it. He understood how he could control the tether. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he started backing up in the the tether started backing up and he controlled the walking right into the fire. But she remembered that she was the little girl that was captured because she remembered she was an American. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She was the only one that could talk. Everybody else, mm-hmm, she could talk. And I'm like, why she could talk and none of the rest of them kids? And then at the end, when I saw them do the switch, I said, all right, I, I should have known. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But either way, brother. Did you skip the uh, email I sent you on uh, the new NATO? You know what? I didn't get a chance to look at it. You said it's going to be a feminine version. Well, you remember how you did, um, you broke down NATO to the Atom, the Atom, you know, the Atom. Yeah, the Atom. Atom. Yeah, Atom. So they add, they want NATO what Trump, I, I sent you the um, speech, Trump was giving a speech and he right. said creating NATO Middle East NATO M.E. So I said, wow. So when you put those names to get, you get um, Atomet uh, or, or, or um, Amunet. Amunet. I guess. Um, right. Yeah, his his court, his um, you know, his feminine um, consort, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So I said, look at that, you know what I'm saying? What he did was added the M.E. You add the M.E. Now, to the to the Austin, and you get the Amutet, you know. I, but I'm wait, that, wait, I, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Tell the family who did that again. That was Donald Trump. Wait, wait. Trump. Say that again. Who did that? Donald Trump. Donald if Trump, that dude absolutely. ain't a time travel brother... You and me ain't sitting here talking to each other right now. <laughs> well, you know, I was trying to explain that to this um this white dude tonight. I, mean, I had to work late, and this um this white dude was fixing the air conditioner unit, and mm-hmm. I had to play with him. You know what I'm saying? So right. Either way, um, he was he was talking. You know what I'm saying? And he started started. You know, he, like we got the conscious community. You know what I'm saying? White people got a woke community. You know, it's just like the conscious community, but it's white people. You know, they got right. their topics is a little different. You know, they not on to the metaphysics. They, they, you know, they more into the conspiracy theory type stuff. You get what I'm saying? Right. So he, right. he was talking all his stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I was right. you know, with Trump's time traveler stuff, man. This dude, this dude's mind was blown. He come, you know. I know. <laughs> So tell, you know, tell me the name of that. You know, I was like, yeah, this guy, man. 
But either way, man, that's all I had to say tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what, uh, they see you just officially just messed him up. He ain't never gonna be the same again. Ever. Well, it's another one too. It's another one because the dude that comes to fix the um, coffee machines and stuff. So when he comes in, he's a he's a he's a um, straight dirty white boy, you know. But he's a um, mm-hmm. older, you know. But he um, he's a straight Trump guy. So you right. know, I play like I play, you know, play like I I like him too, you know. I play just yeah. play along just to get just to pick him in, you know. He get his, you know, he he into the. The same sites, you know, you know, right. that, that pretty much, you know, we 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 um, you know, getting a yeah. different that you get it from. So you know, he this is always a good conversation with this guy because you got to get the white perspective on what we, you know, the stuff we we look at it. You got to get the white person that looked at it the same way. That's right. So, and he's, He's saying, man, he's got damn Jews, man. This is the <laughs> like, yeah, this is number one thing he keeps saying. Yes, sir. See, um, I know they see it, but they're scared to say it, Tutmos, because they know yeah, their job yeah, is dependent on them being quiet. So when they run into a brother that can pretty much uh, hold that same conversation with them, they don't want to leave. They don't want to go nowhere. Yeah, yeah, he'll stay the extra long, keep asking me questions, yep. and you know, give me his perspective. But you know, you know, I, I like it because you know, I get him to think. He start talking freely, then he start talking, you know, his regular white supremacist nonsense, you know. But you know, Absolutely. like I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. You know what I'm saying? But yep. Either way, brother, y'all have a nice evening, Dev. Love y'all. Thanks for coming, Thanks, Tuckmos. Ain't nothing like white confirmation. Nothing. 404 453. 404. 453. Okay, I think that might be Wes. He might have dozed off on us. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Seven oh eight eight two nine. Greetings, family. How's everybody doing this evening? On this January thirteenth, there's that thirteen right there. That that four today. That twenty two. Everybody's talking about. So let me get to these numbers real quick and let somebody else come on. Uh, that 11, like you said, Brother X, you always been there and everything you talk about, even though you don't recognize the number of the word, it's always there. Uh, Aten and NATO are the same number, which happens to be 1111. Wow. And uh, it's no coincidence. And like you said, you don't know how everybody else feels about it. But uh, it's witchcraft to you. Well, witchcraft yep. is 47. Four plus seven is 11, my brother. Wow. Uh, Sister Bev mentioned the word yeah. miracle. It's either magic or miracles. Well, miracle is 22. There's that 22 again. Wow. Keep mentioning water. That's the key element that we're in right now. Water is also yep. 22. 
That's why it's so relevant. But guess what? Last year was 21. 21 wow. actually comes up to fire. And look at all, everything down under, under yep. 21. It's on fire, baby, since last year. Yeah. <laughs> so we better prepare for the water, the 2020, this year, because that's where we're headed with all this. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned very early in the program that Megan and Prince Harold, I mean, Prince Harry, ain't your damn story, which is correct, because story is 22. We have to start telling our damn story and stop yep. pushing their nonsense. Because at the yep. end of the day, if it's not metaphysical, it's not ours. This is yep. why this year, 2020, 2020 vision is spiritual. Spiritual is that four. Metavision, yes, sir. is a four. Fight is a four. We're in a fight for our spiritual essence, and it all comes from what gives us life. It's called water. So watch yep. what's happening with the water uh, for the family here in Chicago. We already know. They're talking about this Lake Michigan rising, rising, rising. The water is going to reclaim where it first started from. It's going That's back dangerous to us. people on that lakefront. That's it, Let me man. tell you something, brother, Eddie. They got yes, a sir. situation with the water in Detroit and it being contaminated going all the way up yeah. to Canada. And I didn't want to get into that or ask Bev about that because they're yeah. trying to keep it hush-hush. There's right. not a lot of talk about it, okay? But I asked the brother that told me, because I want him to come on the station and deal with it, of course. Okay. He chickened out. That's right. I said chickened out. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, he chickened out. And I told him, man, you got to come on and deal with that because you're the one that's sending us the information. Well, mm. no, Rob. Uh, I ain't going to mention because his name. No. Go ahead, man. No, from my, my, <laughs> my understanding, didn't the building fall in the water? Uh, uh, how did it go, fall in the water and it was full of radiation? See, I don't know the whole story because I've been wrapped up in this stuff. Okay. So now I'm just about done with it. I think even all the stuff that I missed, uh, I'm staying in the metaphysical realm. So I'm going to try to get this brother to come on for at least an hour, maybe next week. Okay. And by that time, I would have had time to to watch this, watch this. Because it was, again, recommended to me by one of the family. They said, Robert, that you need to watch C. So I told them that I would Yeah S-E-E uh, It's about blind people Who can see mm. And it's black people from what I understand Again I'm just You know I, I'm going to okay. get into it this week Now, now Eddie what the, what's the number For meta, meta vision Meta is 14, so you know that's changed. Vision is 24. Put them together. Put it together. 38, 3 plus 8, we back to 11. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, bing, wow. bing. <laughs> It don't stop. I've been saying that for the last five years. Once we get wow. metaphysically tangled with these numbers, we're speaking the numbers we're talking about in words. 
Yeah. Uh, for, for Brother Thomas talking about us, just look at the number. Us comes to 12. Turn it around, it's 21. I think they called us copper, copper color. Us is talking about the copper color people, baby. It's us. That's why the main characters were black. Us. It ain't the U.S. It's us. It's all about us. The hell with yeah. the United States. They did shit for us. <laughs> yeah. He's my friend. Yeah. He was my I was going to suggest that he go back and listen to that program because, uh, man, we kind of took that thing apart, man, all the way down to the rabbit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, uh, by the way, Sister Bear, when you mentioned that uh, Psalms 119, Brother X called right. real quick with that 11, but Psalms, that's why they got it with that P S in the beginning, <laughs> that silent P, because that P made Psalms now 13. It don't stop. Wow. That's why Reve- yeah. Revelations comes to 38. That's another 11. That's what we are. Yeah. But I'm going to leave it right there and let somebody else talk. I love you. Great show. And uh, hopefully you'll be on tomorrow, my brother. Yes, sir. No, okay, he's not going to be on tomorrow. I don't think okay. 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 I got you. I got you, Tutmos. Oh, guess what time it is, family. Tutmos just sent me a text. What time is it, Bill? 11 11 11. Yep. Now, like you say, you my phone. My phone is dark. Thomas said, wow, Tutmos. <laughs> See, my phone is dark until somebody sent me a message. So when he sent the message, it lightened up, and it was right on 11-11. Still is right now. So, Still is, yeah. I, I can't say no more, family. Okay, I'm going to open up this other line, and this is uh, 336-350. Thank you, uh, Grand Risings family. Uh, Please send me, Brother Robert or Brother Eddie, send me the uh, um, show so I can go back over it and then I can send it. This is a very deep show. Uh, you talked about uh, Custer's last stand uh, on the crow, uh, uh, the little big horn. And yes. I find that interesting that you talked about that tonight because I have two medicine wheels and those stones that those medicine wheels were created from. I don't know what happened when I took a journey in 2003, 2004, and 2005. All of those journeys were to all the reservations, and I had a mission of collecting the stones from the, from the battlefields. I'm not kidding you. And, and the different battlefields and bringing them back to... Virginia, and placing them in a medicine wheel, and also uh, in South Carolina at the uh, Louis G. Gregory Baha'i Institute. Mm-hmm. There, uh, there, there are, are are stones that in those journeys on the battlefield, especially on the Crow, 
Custer's Last Stand. It, this is documented by film that that I took of of, of my journeys. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you mentioned it tonight, but that's that's very significant. And I don't have the uh, the clear understanding yet. But you see, when I took those journeys, I had no idea that I was going to be collecting all of those stones and placing them in South Carolina and Virginia. And I do need clarity with that. So would you please send me the link so I can go back and listen to this information? Because this is deep, y'all. I mean, I'm just catching up with this metaphysical um, uh, information, and I need clarity uh, because I've done things that the uh, universe has guided me, did not know why I was doing it, did not know why I did the travels, did not know why I was guided to these battlefields and and. Uh, started collecting these stones and they are everywhere with many people along my journey, metaphysical people who are of the copper colored nation. So I need clarity y'all as to why I was guided from 2000, actually 79 until now. Okay, Mama AZ, here's what I can do. Send me an email on my computer, not the phone. Okay, I I don't know. I I can't. I don't do email, unfortunately, right now. I I don't know who to call to even help me. Um, If if I send this to, um, shoot, Brother Eddie, um, is somebody out there, somebody call me and help me walk through this or something. Okay. But I I need to send you... My phone is not capable of doing that because I don't have the internet on my phone. That's done purposely. I kind of alluded to that earlier. People getting angry at me because I don't do all the technology on the phone. That ain't by accident. That's by design. Um, I feel. Yeah, Eddie may be able to do that. If Eddie can't do it, Sister Bear, can can you do you have you have access to Mama Easy, right? Yeah, I got her number. I'll try to do it to her phone. I know how to do it to the uh, email, but I, I'll see if I can do it through her phone. To her phone, yeah. I got her phone number. Yeah, just send it, and uh, uh, sister, I, I will send you uh, a picture or two. I won't bombard you because it's it's about. I got about. Oh God, I got so much information, and I really do need to walk through this with somebody because it's a reason that the ancestors guided me to do this and yeah. I don't know why. Well, we hope you yeah. we can help you out with that, Mama AZ. All right. Thank you. And I'll be quiet and just continue to listen. Just send me this <laughs> podcast so I can ship it out. Okay? All right, Mama okay. AZ. And I love to hear your voice. <laughs> Oh, thank, thank you so much. You made my night. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you, Hotel.
My oh, yeah. tip. <laughs> okay, let's see. Eight, four, three, six, ten. Eight, four, three, six, ten. I'll do it, do it, do it. I'll send it to her. <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. We know something getting ready to happen now. We woke up the other Eddie. Spread right. yourself. Yeah, I was just sit back, you know, multitasking. Yes, sir. Happy road, New Year, but, uh, brother. Happy New yeah, Year to happy, you and the family. I appreciate you saying you happy fiscal New Year because we know the spring bling is, you know, our reality. You know. Yes, sir. No doubt. Indeed. Indeed. It's an excellent show. And uh, I was telling somebody the other day about Custer's Last Stand, man. You know, wow. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he takes those brothers up on top of that mound, and then the brothers came out from underneath the mound and, you know, checkmated his ass. No, that's right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I tell you, uh, Bev, Bev, I don't know how many people are listening, but I tried to call in earlier, you know, in the earlier part of the show, and I couldn't even get in. So I, I really hope that they really were jamming the line as far they as were, that, um, good they were, people listening, right? Really, people listening or yeah, or, the, oh, or yeah. the disagreeable ones? No, they they listening because we, we have like 100 lines open, and they were all filled up. Wow. Good. Good. Yeah, that's 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 what it needs to be about because you know we're in the Aquarian age and all of that, and uh, you know I'm in the South and a lot of people choose not to um, even research some of this information when I strive to share it with them, and it's cool that's their choice. But, yeah, that's uh, for the ones that are awakening. Yeah, <clears throat> but for those that are awake that are, that are thinking this information, it's a lovely thing, and you know it really makes me happy. So that's a good thing. I really don't Eddie, have too much to know, say tonight. Let me ask you, man. Do you know how it made me feel when I ran into that last article dealing with the tarot and it's basically sitting there talking about all the stuff that I've been talking about with Moses and Akhenaten and the Aten and and uh, Lucifer and all of that stuff, brother? Yeah, man, I could imagine. One article dealing with all that, and we had to go through a whole bunch of research to come up with that stuff. Yeah. Well, well that shows the time, man, because, um, you know, I mean, a, a person at your level, you could decipher stuff like that real easily. That's why you do what you do. But for those who are listening and just awakening, man, you know, they got to have those intricate pieces of that thousand-piece puzzle to really get clarity on that. So when you brought that piece in, you know, that gives them confirmation. And they put it all together, Eddie. They put Moses, Agnaton, and monotheism all together and tried to separate them. Mm. Wow. Hey, Rob, maybe they listening too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I they was thinking. They, they yeah. That's what I was thinking, brother. What came first, the I chicken can... or the egg, you know? That's right. I keep telling, right. I keep telling uh, Doctor X, he'd be surprised who'd be listening. Yep. Yeah, I would be really. I really you would. Know, be. And that's another reason why we really got to give each other more credit because um, if you really think about a lot of these things that go on, you know, just like that old commercial back in I guess it was the '80s when E. F. Hutton talks. Yeah, everybody listens. He that's must be from Chocolate on. City. 
He must be yeah. from Chocolate City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People have yes. people heard about uh, Dr. X research. And they, and well, they I just said. <laughs> Go ahead, man. See, the people in, in, the people, well, in the hood, we all knew about the research, but now you have this larger audience that's just finding out about your research. Man, you used oh, to man. have all, all the general, a lot of not all, but you used to have a lot of the generals and them used to be sitting here listening to you. It's just you know, again, I'm not seeing any of it, so I don't know what it is. All I can say is, this is because of the truth of our family. I can't, you know, I can't put it. Any clearer than that I've been saying that ever since I've been on here This is not a one person thing it, A lot of what I do Comes from the inspiration that I get From the brothers Eddie's This one and the one that just got off uh, Mama AZ uh, Tutmos LA uh, My sister in California with the bad phone uh, Peabody <laughs> I mean the list just goes on Brother West, the best in the West. So this is not a one-person thing. It's a spiritual thing. And that's what I'm trying to get across to people. So that's why I'm not quick to rush out here and accept, you know, credit and beat my chest and all that kind of thing, because I understand that this is a universal uh, effort. And it's not a one-person thing. Yes, indeed. And uh, I hope I don't piss anybody off when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. (laughs) Tyler Perry gave two speeches, bro. One for the BET Awards, and the other one, I think it was in 16, uh, at Tuskegee. Mm -hmm. And he emphasized on uh, the importance of our awakening and and paying homage to, um, you know, our elders and our parents you know, for uh, assisting our families to go into college, man. But, um, you know, it's real interesting. And this is another unfortunate thing about, you know, us not having our own platform, you know, on mainstream media anyway, you know, so we could really clearly see. I mean, don't get me wrong, wearing a dress is still an abomination to me, but for for what he spoke to, (laughs) yeah. I even remember, see, now you got to be changing gears. I remember even in, uh, what was the name of that Spike Lee movie when he put his girl's panties on his head, man? He was in the Oh, I didn't with, um, see that one. Oh, man, it's going back, man. Um, what was it? Uh, the name of the picture, what was the name of the movie he did in, in Brooklyn? He was working at a pizzeria with this, with this Italian family, and they had all yeah. these great Italian figures on the wall. Yeah. And he was going with, um, what's that sexy uh, Puerto Rican girl's name? She she did the choreography. Nah. She did the choreography for In Living Color. Rosie, is it Rosie Perez? Yeah, Do the Right Thing. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. He and put her know, panties on his head. Uh, go ahead, Beth. But you know, back in the day, that's what we, the women's used to, for head rags at night, We, my mother used to put the uh, underpants on our heads. That's what we slept in. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you wasn't putting no man, and anyway, that was in the private, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? She didn't put, you know? she didn't put no panties on the boys' head, did she? No, yeah. no, that was just for us. She, she would call my That's hair what? at night. Before she'd do our hair at night and put the panties on so they'd still be fresh for the school the next day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's different because, you know, I mean, even Tyler Perry in his movies, he was <laughs> he was elevating his aunties and stuff because he really spoke to that in, in his dialogue, man. And, you know, uh, he did what he had to do to get what he got. And just like how he keeps bringing up the fact that that studio that he has in, in uh, Georgia, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the soldiers had that during the Civil War, you know, so he really emphasized on that too, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, just, just what he was saying is real interesting. That's all I'm saying, you know. Yeah. It's just unfortunate heard. that. Yeah, what you think about it, Beth? It was excellent. You know, and it's really Y'all sad that. go back and listen to Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Rob, listen yeah. to him in one ear then, bro. If it's you can't right. listen to him in two ears, listen to him in one. <laughs> yes, sir. I will do that. I will definitely yeah. do that. Yeah, because these times are interesting that we're living in, man. You never know who's who we think of the agent. I mean, you know, just like, for example, uh, Oprah Winfrey, she really bashes brothers, you know, so that demonstrates that she has to strive to heal from her, you know, from her young trial, uh, you know, trials yeah, in right. life. So yeah, that's why right. she beat the hell out of black men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and she put on life lessons. Look, she put out Dr. Phil. She had Ayala Van Zandt on there, Deepak Chopra, yep. all these people that are about healing. And she's still bashing <laughs> brothers. So that demonstrates yep. who she is. And you know you something? Know? Man, she Michael, what she did to Michael was man was totally uncalled for. All she had Wasn't to do was it? just stay out of that. Yep, exactly. Because a lot of those children confessed that their parents pushed them up to it. It was about paper, mm-hmm. you know, about money. You know, it's 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 crazy. That's right. And you know, and that's she why knows. We speak up. Oh, of course. You know, just like that time I, when um. Dave Chappelle was on her show, and she asked him some question, and he spoke to it, and she covered one of her eyes, putting up that symbol. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. she ain't trying to come Talking out, you know. on that dress. Exactly. She ain't trying to come out of, uh, you know, the master's house, so to speak. So, but it's Mom, a choice. Man, it's cool. She's she comfortable, brother. She's been in there a long time, and she liked what's going on in there. Because I'm talking about Harvey Weinstein and all them degenerates, boy. She right there living color with them. Yeah, all, all hugged home. up with them. All hugged yep. up with them. Yep. So, you know, and uh, it's sad we don't have enough uh, collectivity because Bill really shouldn't be in prison, you know. Oh, no question about it, man. That, that got to be a tranny, man. That can't be no woman. You know, I still the one haven't who, seen uh, it. I still haven't seen her to this day. Oh, she oh, got man. yeah. She looked like she a tranny. I really believe she is. Yeah. So Rob, all the stuff you talk about the boogeyman, you scared to look at one, huh? <laughs> no, it's just you know, I was never really a fan of Bill Cosby because he, you yeah. know, for me, 
he was in too important a position to be bashing black people the way he was doing. He could have he should have been much more diplomatic in how he did that because he ain't no yeah. fool. So he yeah. had to have known that he was playing into a much greater thing in terms of the negativity for black people. See, again, and that's another reason why I'm speaking on the thing with Tyler Perry. See, Bill Cosby is from the 40s and the 50s, man, and I think that, you know, there was more pain in what he was saying than anything, you know, yeah. because he's globally traveled, so he basically did say, if you would get the money and see the world, you see the truth about who we really are without, you know, saying those direct and blunt words and what's really going on in the world. But just like right. you're saying, he should have never said that directly the way he said it about getting off welfare and, you know, all of those derogatory things he said. Because, you know, we're emotional people first and foremost. Yep. You know. And we're going to take it the wrong way. So he should have just, to me, been more diplomatic about it. And I think that. The spirit of black people, man, is what kept O.J. Simpson out of jail. Hell yeah. yeah. People oh, that was think some it was strong the, energy. You dog all right. People can think it was the, the court system if they want to. No, 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 no. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It right. was leave them alone. That's what it was. That's right. So back then, every black person you talked to, they was like, he didn't do it. And every white person That's you right. talked to, they was like, he did it. Yes, he did. Indeed. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And remember, oh. they had the whole country on standby. Oh, yep. man. That's how That's deep that was. It was deep. I'm yep. saying it was deep. Everybody with a pale face was walking around everywhere, smiling, looking down on us like, you know, we were all guilty of the same thing that he was being charged with. That's right. And it it was was like, we're going to pay y'all back when he got acquitted. We're going to get you. Okay? That was the attitude. The payback. So they didn't rest until they jammed that brother up again. You know, that's right. It's unfortunate that Johnny on the spot still ain't around with his with his John Schaff afro man to fix their asses <laughs> on some of this other bullshit going around. You know, oh, they killed him. They put that camera yep. in him. His daughter used to work for the news down here in South Carolina, and they threatened her out of the state. You talking about Johnny Cochran? Johnny Cochran's daughter used to work for the news down here. Yep. That's it. Yes, indeed. And she had to leave the state? <clears throat> yeah, man. She was getting all kinds wow. of death threats, all kinds of foolishness. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Let me open up a Derek line before we okay. run out of time. Hold on. Let me open his up. Okay, Derek, are you there? Yes, 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 yes. Greetings to everybody. Oh, Hotel. Yeah, I, I I don't do Tyler Perry, so no, nah. I, <laughs> I, I I can't. Yeah. Okay, let me. Let, yeah, let me make this real quick. Um, going back to last Saturday or Sunday, uh, Rob, Eddie, if you're still listening, true story. I was riding up Halstead, leaving from 63rd, going up to 71st, and I don't know how mm-hmm. I saw it. I saw eleven eleven on the signboard. Don't ask me how I seen it. On an advertisement? And a billboard? Yes. Yes. 
Wow. Going towards 74th Street. So, and this whole week just been crazy, but in a good way. Um, right. I know at the That's end of the year. Yeah, it, it, exactly. You know, that, that, that goes to show once again, like I said, now, now is the time, like I said, to get my vibration up. I'm not worried about nobody else's, but get my vibration up. So I got to do what I got to do, you know? Yeah. Um, but I know at, at, at the end of the year, uh, I meant to mention on this show on, on another show, but you know, um, Apple released a new, not a new iPhone, I think around about the new year. And guess what the, guess what the name of the iPhone was? What? Uh, uh, there you go. <laughs> what? Yeah. Say that again. iPhone 11. iPhone 11. You serious? Right, right at the end of the year. I'm, I shit you not. Oh, this is crazy, man. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> but now... um. What's not, why I'm not going to say it's good or bad, but it's just something I've been vibing with the past few weeks. Noticing here, just in Chicago alone, between the holiday, so-called holiday season, between Christmas and New Year's, there's been a lot of death, a lot of shootings involving a lot of the black uh, sisters here. The first shooting of the New Year, a, a sister did get shot, um, I think, secondhand from a New York celebration, but she was okay. But it was like two two or three cases where we had some brothers that actually end up shooting some sisters and killing them. Um, one sister, she was here on break from uh, from college from Michigan State, and somehow her and hmm. her boyfriend, her boyfriend was supposedly playing with a gun, and the gun went off and shot and killed him. Wow. Um, that happened somewhere over there in the Chatham area. And then right before New Year's, there was an 80 year old sister. This is, I think, it happened out in Maywood. She ended up getting shot to death by her husband. And then he ended up killing himself. And then there was another story where this sister ended up committing suicide and killed, killed her two kids. That happened all like simultaneously right behind each other. It's like I said, when I saw that, okay, something is going on, like you said, to spend the energy. And it's, you know, it it it, it's have, it has like a negative connotation with it. And then, now, I heard about the last one, but the other two I hadn't heard anything about. Yeah, didn't the yeah. throw up babies out the window or something like that? Yeah, yeah, it happened somewhere over east. I don't know Jeffrey or somewhere. Like I said, I had I got yeah. the story with me. I I got to find it. But now check this 72nd, out. Seventy second, second, and she threw a baby out the eleventh floor. Floor eleven. Wow. Where you go? Exactly. That's why I exactly wow. the story, the 11th floor. It's not an accident, y'all. And then uh, the Kanika and Jenkins story came back up again. Um, this was the girl that it, disappeared out at, at, at some uh, party that they were having out in the suburbs. Right. And she probably went to a in freezer Rosemont. or something. Yeah. Right. Now, it was interesting. Like I said, I just look at the time and everything. Now, they went back and revisited the case again. But now what was interesting at the end of the story, two of the people that were in the movie are no longer alive. One of the brothers, his name was Zach, he had like an underground hip-hop channel. He was like an underground Chicago hip-hop reporter in Chicago. He ends up dead. 
and uh, what's the other brother's name, Kenneth Johnson. I believe he was one of our friends and relatives or something. He was at the party. He ended up dead also. But what was strange about it, they were in this uh, series on MTV, but after the fact, they showed after the fact that they both were shot and their cases were never solved. So I was trying to figure out the timeline of when they actually shot this documentary. It had to be early last year. And mm-hmm. also, I ended up, I got my hands on a uh, Trayvon Martin documentary that um, it came back, th- that story came back up again before the, the years out. It was called The Trayvon Hoax. It was, a, it was mm-hmm. by this investigative um, author by Joe Gilbert. And that was interesting. Like I said, it was a lot hold, of pieces hold, hold right there. too. Hold, hold, yes. hold, hold it right there. Joe mm-hmm. Gilbert was one of those Jewish guys on Alex Jones uh-huh. that was talking about they were going to go to war against the mm-hmm. other faction, the Jews. Right. That I played for the family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So go ahead. And uh and I picked up another one of he his DVDs today, um, about he exposing who Obama's real father was. I haven't watched it yet, so I'm not gonna speak on that. But now, what I caught my attention in this Trayvon Hoax movie, and he, you know, regardless of what we think about him, he did his research. He did him. He did his own research, and come mm-hmm. to find out that the young lady that was supposed to be Trayvon Martin's girlfriend that that testified in the trial was not his girlfriend. Right. It was her half sister. Somehow they they switched them, and. I'm not going to tell all of the DVD, you know, if the, anybody of the family uh, is interested, they can go back and watch it. But now at the end of the movie, everything pointed back to, it was a, it was a big political, it was part of a political push and everything pointed back to Hillary Clinton. I said, ain't this about a bitch. What, what we've been talking about really this whole year within the past, yep. I don't know how many years this past decade about them damn Clinton. Yep. And guess where she wow. is now, Derek? What's that? Do you know where Hillary is now? Where she was just named to a post to be? No, oh, I didn't hear nothing about that. The chancellor, I think it's Queen's College in Ireland. Wow. He's the chancellor. Now, why well, would anybody I, want to pick Hillary Clinton as the chancellor of Queens, uh, Queens College or Queens University in Ireland. She has no connection to Ireland. Ain't nothing Irish about her. She's just Jewish as the day is long. Right. I got to go back to research. I, I got to do with, research on them. Uh-huh. And I was just saying, the only thing I come up real quick is just the numbers. Queen is 21. Clinton is 21. Devil is 21. We always talk about like, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth, you know, 21. So, hey, she right over there with them, and they drunk over there in Ireland. And Irish, you know, they, they St. Patty, so you know they drinking up a storm with this devilish witch, you know, who happens to be 21, and she's at a Queen College, 21. Yeah, for me, it's right on target, right on line with the numbers. I feel you wow. on that, Eddie. I definitely feel right, you on right. that. Right, right. Let me open this line up, another line, before we uh, run out of time. 413-222. Two, two, two. 
413. Yeah, th- thank you, Beth. Um, the the chancellor of the Irish, Brother Rob, would be the yeah. old language of the Orangeisms of the Fraternal Order of Masonics. 1870, which made um, its reach on the shores of America and became official starting back from 1795. So the Orangeism is the Masonic Order. Okay. Which is what Trump also represents. I was just getting Um, ready to say that. Okay. Now, I want to say thank you for um, just keeping me intrigued to want to look at this... um, this Watchmen film. But the thing I want to do is the symbolism going back to the, um, the thing that you brought to us when you were doing the alchemy. In alchemy, you said the circle was the woman. Yes. Yes. And the square is the man. Yes. Right. The next time you watch all the films, watch how many circles are placed towards the woman. And notice that this young lady when she puts on her uniform, which throws us off with the color black, but she has prayer beads. Her grandfather wore the color red. The red represents the republic, which is really the church. Mm-hmm. Blue and red really makes what? Purple? But they're yeah. two of the same cloth. So that's why the other individual is the church and the state. So this is where, I, where I'm really going with this, Brother Rob, that, that it confuses me. Now, they're using the story of Tulsa to identify that they know whoever was here on the land, whatever. And then, of course, when the young man, that's when I really became intrigued. When the young man, um, we had a caller last week who identified Tulsa for finding oil. When the young man seen the city burning, they had Derek, Derek Wells, oil wells. If you right. go back to look at the first beginning of the film. Now, mm-hmm. the reason why I'm identifying the circular, because they continue to show circular to every female, even with our sister, what's her name, the, 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 the cast member name, what's her name, um, Kim Regina something, or Regina. You know, Regina. Regina, yes, yes. Okay, thank you. When you look at her bakery, did you point out that she had a crescent for bakery? No, I, uh, I, I didn't. Yeah, that was like her front, that <clears throat> That's where she kept her car and her uniform when she would go and change, but she never really opened up the door. But if you look at the symbol of the bakery, it's a half a crescent with a star. (laughs) We got to go back and look at that. And the other young lady who was with the sheriff, because every time the sheriff came on, they dressed him in blue. Mm -hmm. So he was the state. The red represented the church. I'm hoping she's not trying to guide us back to the church. It could very well be. Because let me tell you something. There are other portions that I didn't get to today. And the reason okay. I may have to come back and do another part next week to deal with that spiritual part that you're talking about. Okay? Yes. Because I didn't get to that part. Oh, wait. Go ahead. go ahead. Because the reason why I'm saying that, because at the border – we have a lot of Catholics trying to get in. Yeah. And that's the church. And the color of yep. the church is red, which represents the Republic. So like you said, to what they fooled us in, but then they play state law, AKA Jim Crow laws on us, which was the blue. 
Mm-hmm. And them side wasn't them cyborgs, cyclog, wherever they are, they still wearing blue. Right. The Nixon was blue. Yeah. Then we got to look at the four presidents that were on the wall. No, I'm trying to look at the thing. I ain't even trying to get my significant other to watch it with me. She said it's too much. I said, come on, just we got to wake up to just look at how they tell their story over and over because this is the transformation to what they want to do to gather our children up to follow their myth again. We can't and let that it is their, that is their mission, my brother. You on it? Bingo. Go ahead. It has nothing to, has nothing to do with us. It's right, our children right. they want. Because even as she it. identified, the, even as she identified the Vietnamese, while she was in the classroom, if you look at the background setting, she was standing between South America, Africa, and Australia. See so now you. Yeah. Go go yeah. ahead, my brother. Go ahead. But it was all in a circular format. And then as they identified on the wall the four great presidents, one of the presidents was George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Richard Nixon, and like you said, Robert Redford. And what right. are they offering? What kind of what, what kind of reprobation? Oh my goodness, this is so much. What kind of uh, reprobation that they were giving back? Retrogradation. Yes. And so I'm I'm saying in conclusion is that I want you all to hear this. And and I got one more. The most popular movie that that even though the Joker is up for nomination is 1917. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, and and who knows anything about 1917 World War I? I don't think anybody's around for that. So how does that get critics to want to address it to be best picture? I'm at the end. So they're trying to reformat, once again, the crisis of what we all been through, 1919. They did the, the woman voting. But it wasn't Mm -hmm. just 1919, it was 1914 coming up in 1919. I got one more. So I hear what you're saying with the 2020, and I like the 2020. But even when the woman called Dr. Uh, uh, Manhattan, it was circular what she was on the phone on. So two plus two is four. I'm saying the square represents the old way of the patriotic way, the Mm -hmm. circle is the new way of that they're discovering who we really are. Mm -hmm. We were the circle. I follow you. You know where I'm going with this. Yes. So they keep, so next time we go back and look at the films, look how many times they put circles next to the women and squares, because we measure everything 360 square, which is really triangular, but it's really 180, 180. But the circumference of the circle, they really couldn't measure because that's the real science that we're going to actually right. wake up to. I, I, I wish I could keep going. There's other callers. I want to put that out there. You're doing good. I'm intrigued. I'll stay on it with you. Thank you for just opening our eyes. Appreciate you, family. My brother, I'm staying on it with you, man. I'm going back and watch that thing again. <laughs> you, 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 brought a lot, you brought a lot of things out. They, they're scared of the circle because yes. everything is circular. Because yep. Sister Bev, that's the female energy Yep. that they're afraid of. 
because they have us measure against squares, and squares are not really accurate. It's an illusion. That's right. That's right. We understood the circle, and that's what they're afraid of. Man, that's, that's you, you right on it, my brother. Excellent comments. I mean, I'm going thank back and, and review that again. Yes, sir. Yes, thank you. Thank you for sharing it with us because you're opening our eyes because no matter what we're looking at, there is a transformation coming. But like we say, the transformation is to create gender war because undercover, their backs is against the wall. Rome is burning. That's right. That's right. That's and I think that, that 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 so-called little royal white boy and his wife, are they somehow they're going to figure very prominently in all of this? I think okay. you're right about it, brother. I'm smiling as you say it. Hey, I'm going on. Yeah. Meet, so any other caller? Thank you for listening. Yes, sir. Excellent oh, comments, so my that, brother. Is that why the Pope wear red shoes when he came over? He had them red you shoes know. on. You know, he's the church. He's the Republic. He's the vicar. Yeah. He's the God on earth. Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget the grandfather. What kind of jacket? What color was his jacket? Red. Yep. Hmm. You talking Lou Gossett? Yep. Yep. We have You're to be absolutely careful. correct. We have to be careful. They're trying to get us back into the church, but this time not as the church of the protester, <clears throat> aka Protestant, but the church of the vicar coming under one under the pomp. Yeah, AKA buddy. Pope. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening. Excellent comments, yep. Thank brother. You. Again. Thank All right. you. Yep. Thank you. This is what you yeah, were you talking wanted. about, Dr. Robert X, when you said the mm-hmm. family. Yeah. You know, all, all this spiritual and information we have. Uh, I got one more line. I think Wes is with us now. 404 453. Oh, okay. Real quick, Brother Wes, for my brother, <clears throat> I also didn't get to that humongous deal, though. That uh, Lori. <laughs> that was crazy. I don't get it. I'll keep watching and I'll keep listening. Appreciate you. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, she handled that thing, brother. She pulled it out like it was a shining glory. And what color Go was ahead, it, brother? West. <laughs> what color? What color was it? It was, was blue. It? it was blue. blue. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, yes, speaking sir. Of man, hey, speak, speaking of Jim, man, uh, that why is that why your boy Kanye West painted himself uh, a silver? You know, I ain't seen that, West. Uh, that was been about uh, two or three weeks ago, man. He had a church service and he came in and he painted himself silver, man. No, silver is the Protestants' one. color. It's silver the is the color of the right. Protestants. Oh, the Protestants. Well, gold is about the tin gold man, is the tin gold is earlier, the, right. Yeah, I, I apologize. Go ahead, brother. Well, he was talking what? about the tin man earlier, right? Yeah. So uh, I just wondered if that's the reason he painted himself silver at his good church service. And also, uh, you talking about Trump Tower, just Trump Tower in Chicago, you know that, right? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, I'm aware of that. And guess who had a room who, who got apartment up there? At Trump Tower uh, in Chicago. R. Kelly? <laughs> there it is. All R. Kelly. Well, he got a, his apartment is in the county jail now. 
Well, I'm talking about his apartment. Them two girls is up there fighting in his apartment. Recently? Yes, yeah, this is recently. One, one of them went back home now, but yeah, one of I think one of them got arrested. She jumped on the other girl, but the other girl went back home with her parents. Both the girls, and, I think, and, like and, in their 20s. And speaking of uh, new celebrities run, running for office, you kind of be talking about she going to run for something, man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that the stripper that turned yeah. rapper? Yeah. Yeah. On the Pepsi commercial. And uh, yeah, Todd the Beast. Unbelievable. Can we can we go past that? Oh yeah, definitely, man. Go up okay, we go past that by these earthquakes, man. All right. Okay. And like you said, that's our energy. We mad as hell, so we cracking this thing up by this planet, man. Trying to run these fools off, man. All right. <clears throat> I'm telling you, man, they, I, they, hey, on the job I'm on, they had me pissed off, bro. I said, watch the weather. It's been raining ever since. And then last week, it was a 2.0 earthquake here, man. In Georgia? And last year. Yes, sir. There's a fault line here. They're rough from mm-hmm. here, I think, to Tennessee. And last year, uh, it was a, a three point something because I felt it early in the morning when I was at work going uh, walking through the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, that's mm-hmm. how energy can't crank it up, man. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, better learn how to uh, crank yourself up, bro. I'm definitely with you on that, Wes. So check this: God exists, and He is black. Nothing mm-hmm. compared right. to the absolute bomb the show dropped in episode seven and almost religious yep. all. After all this time waiting for Dr. Manhattan and his return to Earth, he's been living in Tulsa all along, hiding in plain sight as Calvin Abar, husband of Angela Abar. It's a, it's a, a reveal almost nobody saw coming. Because this means that Dr. Manhattan is a black man. God. <laughs> That's right. And this means real God. Well, as Brother stated, though, we, we relinquished our energy to the black woman. All right? Because then they go on in here, they say this in this article. For those who have watched the show, it wouldn't be too hard to remember the giant blue dildo that Lori carries around, carries around with her and in one of her files on PDpedia. That's an actual website that they use to accent the series. They got things at PDpedia that don't exist in the movie. It basically is a place where they cover all the loose ends, tie all the loose ends together that were in the movie. Petey was the little white boy who right after she pulled out the that giant dildo, she basically had uh, Laurie had sex with him. He's a young boy. She's an older woman. All right. So she had sex with him, uh, even though she didn't want him to go with her to assist her in finding out who hung the chair. She didn't dislike him enough not to sleep with him. 
So she put a blue dildo back in her bag. If that thing was 18 to 20 inches long, anyway. And by the way, I also found out that that wasn't the brother's jump in the film. Okay? Now, they they had to throw that in there, right? Because remember, I said last week that the brother was was packing, right? Well, as I continue to do the research, come to find out that that was a prosthesis. That was fake, in other words. Okay? So, they just ain't going to get a brother, even if he got no credit for what he come here with, right? <laughs> but Lori, Lori was no joke. She let you know what she felt about it because she had a 15-inch blue dildo. Now, that's God. You know he ain't coming, uh, no pun intended, he ain't coming up short. Anyway. Those were supposed to be jokes, but I don't hear nobody laughing, but so. (laughs) From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It takes thousands of hours to become an astronaut. Right, Nina? Oh, I'm not an astronaut. I'm a design consultant at the Container Store. But you explore space. I help you find space with our Alpha Closet systems. And you're an expert. Pretty good at it. And you use satellites to communicate. I'm doing more virtual in-home closet designs, but I wouldn't say... We salute you, astronaut Nina, for helping us find space. You're welcome. The Alpha sales bonus is here. Earn up to $500 in credit now through February 7th at the Container Store, where space comes from.